Welcome to Sandbars and Bunkers. I'm Will Jones with my good pal Rodney Martin. War- oh, man. <laughs> you already messed it up. Rodney Martin, where we talk all things life, labor, and leisure. We've got an in-studio guest, in studio man. Guest. In Live guest. in the flesh, JP Man, a.k.a. Hefty Lefty. What up? What's happening, man? What's happening, man? Awesome. Right. We're here. This is, this is it, you know. Yeah, we in live. Games, I even got you know? nervous on the intro, really? man. I know. Like, yeah, we got somebody else in. Yeah, yeah, I'm comfortable with Rodney, man. But we got it. somebody else in here, man. Another bring body. the A game, you know. Yeah, man. Oh, how are you, JP? I'm good. How about yourself? Oh, doing great. Glad to have you here, man. I appreciate y'all having me on. Oh man, we we've we've waited for this moment for a while, and uh, dude, we tried everything. We, we're trying to get you know everything local that we can, you know, to try to you know just to get familiar with it, and yeah. uh, you know, and uh, try out new things and see how it's going to work. And and that's awesome. You can meet us here and uh, go over, you know, what you do, and um, actually, you know, have that contact for you know people that's looking to have stuff done, you know, or uh, yeah. custom work. Yeah, yeah. and it's so, so much better. It's so much better to have have you here live right too. yeah, yeah we, we, the, we've we've de- dealt with the issues of uh the phone breaking out you know <laughs> up or you know this is you know when we tried on our own it everything works perfect it's just that i don't know if it you know it's the guest or whatever the hearing issue you know aj said he didn't have a problem but you know josh it was a big problem yeah so yeah yeah i mean uh it's it's cool to be here i mean it's a really cool spot and i mean i appreciate you guys having me on um and hopefully, uh, you know, we can get some good content for you definitely, guys. Definitely, definitely, man. So, uh, first thing, JP, for the folks that don't know you, are about the uh, Hefty Lefty Club Works operation. Just uh, fill us in, man. Tell us a little background info and what's your specialty and what other services and stuff you offer. Uh, so, um, I've played golf my entire life. I mean, the majority of it. I gave it up a couple times keep coming back to it, you know? Um, but my wife actually talked me into learning how to become a golf Smith. Um, cause I had a lot of spare time and call of duty wasn't doing it for me anymore. <laughs> um, so, uh, I, she pushed me to get trained. So I got tra- traditionally trained quote unquote, um, in, um, Ohio. It's one of the last two or three places in the U S that still teach how to become a golf Smith um at golf works uh so uh did my training there and then um in 2019 2019 yeah this is the third year so 2019 uh in january i started the business um just working out of my garage you know um i don't have uh, a brick and mortar for obvious reasons it would make my overhead that much more so um i always tell uh clients or new clients i was a golfsmith um, I'm trained as a golfsmith, but I was a golfer before I was a golfsmith. So I understand how expensive it is. Right. Um, so I try to, um, meet people on a, a more budget minded basis. I mean, there's nothing wrong with going to, um, guys like, um, club champion and stuff like that. But, um, I think they want to take part of your soul along with your wallet, yeah. uh, just because it's so expensive. So I, I like, you know, every time you talk about like a, you know, brick and mortar instead of private, I always feel like I get a better service, like going to a private place, you know, or, you know, you kind of understand, you know, it's not just a business transaction. You kind of make that relationship too, you know, it's kind of a little bit more, you know, involved. It's a little more intimate that way. Um, I I know um, 
I, I pride myself on building people's clubs the way that I would want somebody to build mine. Um, I used to drive down to Nashville a lot and have guys do work for me before I got trained. Um, and it was just, I just felt like I was being taken advantage of. Gotcha. So after that, I was like, you know, just no more. Um, so I did a lot of research and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I was being like a gearhead with golf and stuff, but uh, finally like taking the deep dive. And I mean, the only thing I don't do in my shop is refinish butters. Outside of that, uh, wedge stamping, uh, full customization, paint fill, raw builds. So if it's just components, um, stuff like that, everything I do, um, I'm going to build it to whatever as tight of a tolerance and whatever spec that you're asking for nice. as, as possible with, with the equipment that I have. Awesome. man. Yeah. That's pretty interesting about the whole golfsmith school that's, thing. I had no idea about that. That's sick. Man. There's only three more in the U S I think there's golfsmith. Uh, I mean, well, golfsmith's no more. So, uh, you've got golf works out of Ohio Golf Science Lab is in Indianapolis, like in like the Fishers area, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then there's one more, Mitchell. Mitchell, like they make bending machines and different stuff like that. Mitchell is, um, I think, in Michigan. Don't make me swear to it, but wherever Mitchell is, those are the last three. So awesome. Golf Works, is that also the uh, the website where you can get different components and stuff too? It's yeah. the same. So it's really it's a really cool facility because the whole town there – damn near works in that place that's awesome um it's actually uh they were bought out by dick sporting goods oh, okay so it's their sister yeah because yeah. I, I, I think when you buy lead tape from dick's now it's usually yep. golf, work golf work stuff. Yeah. Yep. i just, um, I just that, remember back in the day with the golf digest you know you could look at the yeah. little things and you could build your own clubs for a fraction of what you know yeah and I was like oh i can stick this well shit together, I, so know? for instance like I, I think one thing that's really cool two that he's doing is like just like the maltby stuff and the new level stuff and stuff like that like that's something that's totally gone because even when i started playing like well socially started playing golf like you know 15 ish years ago or whatever before i like really got to be like a golf head you know yeah. you know you would play with people and like the guy that got me into golf still like he hit persimmons until and and blades until like you know 10 years ago sure you know and like his whole his whole set was like an actual like custom set and like it's so crazy because like his um his uncle his great uncle i guess it would be his his uncle it was his uncle that ran uh was club manager at franklin okay. um years ago and when it was still nine holes you know and stuff like that and uh he would, you know, I think at the time Wilson had a plant in Springfield. Okay. Um, and so, like, everybody at Franklin, you know, you didn't, you hit Wilson's yeah. because the guy, you know, that's wherever you, like, where I remember at or whatever, whatever the guy had a connection on. Sure. Like that. And whatever was local is what you hit, you know. But um, his set was something else, but it was just a, a custom club. And I'm trying to think. I, I bought a set here recently, um, and it was it was a custom custom brand as well. Uh, it was Larry Mize had something to do with it. I want to I want to check this out real quick because it's you know it was probably late '80s, early '90s, something like that. And it was you know that used to be the thing, man. Like you True. didn't you know there wasn't like you know, a big brand that, I mean, of course, I guess there was your Titleist and all that stuff, but like, 
It was a little – you have to look at golf uh, in a couple of ways there because as the game grew, so did the brands that were growing with him. So you had a lot of guys like Spalding and Wilson and stuff like that it was kind of there in the beginning years. Um, but then obviously like uh, a Kushnet, it kind of started showing up later with Titleist yeah. and then Cobra. and it The evolution of golf – is also a story of the evolution of brands and stuff. So um, a lot of people have grown out of that. Yeah. See, here's the here's the set that I bought. They're fusions. And oh they're, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 And, and they're they're all they're black. I mean, nice. and they're I mean they're from the late '80s and yeah. black. It's uh, crazy. I guess black uh, graphite. I don't know if it was graphite at that time or not. Because what's the what's the one shaft that I see you putting in a lot of stuff now that it's it's uh, composite or the something? Patterson shafts. Um, Fusion or is it the fusion? No, I forget what the. I, they've got they've got some kind of like fluorescent. The lettering's fluorescent. Um, let me see here. I built a lot of cool shit. There you got to be yeah. a little more specific. I, yeah, you I, know what? I'm trying to. I, I seen you post it the yeah. other day. This was these were this caught my eye for sure. Um, That's why I wish I'd met him a month ago. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. a, I had nobody to go to. Yeah, really. The kinetics. kinetics. Yeah, the kinetics. Yeah. That that's so, a sick ass shaft. So kinetics is so there's only two companies in the world that make their resin as well as their graphite. Patterson, uh, that is the Kinetics brand is Patterson. Yeah, I see that now. And then um, uh, the other brand is uh, Fujikura. Okay. okay. No, I'm sorry. Sorry. Misspoke. It is Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi okay. Chemical and, and Patterson. Um, and Patterson uses Kevlar, um, which is really cool. That's crazy. Because um, your game may have a lot of holes in it, but those shafts are bulletproof. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty true. cool to me. Yeah. Um, but... Patterson um, really has, like, they've never gotten the reputation that they deserve. Um, and it's kind of funny because Kyle Berkshire, uh, the long drive champion, yeah. he uses their shafts, um, but nobody really talks about it. They just talk about what head is he hitting and right. how far is he hitting it. Um, and if I read correctly, I, I could be mistaken, but I believe that he switched to a regular flex in Patterson because the 2X flex was snapping because of how much – torque and tension he was putting wow. on so he put a regular flex in there and is still throwing these 380 plus bombs wow and yeah. you're thinking there's got to be something there you know like that technology is right. amazing um but it's kind of um I, I know you're big into fishing um and it's funny because the stuff that i learned from becoming a golf smith um everybody talks about puring well prior to the puring machine it was just called uh, spine alignment and flowing, flatline oscillation. I'm gonna throw a lot of big words out here. No, yeah, actually, okay. actually, I had that coming because I, that's what I've so, always yeah. seen. I was like, what does that mean? So yeah. puring, in my uh, personal opinion, as yep. a golfsmith, I think puring is the biggest waste of anything that anybody can do. Um, that's a, that's a long subject, okay? But gotcha. uh, the reason being is like it's just expensive for what it is. Um, so. Uh, I can do flatline oscillation and spine alignment in my shop, but because shafts are made so well these days, you don't even have to do it. Like it was a bigger deal when you're talking about something like those persimmons back in like, I mean, even the eighties, early nineties, I could understand like a puring at that point, but they were still doing something prior to that, which was flatline oscillation and spine alignment. Yeah. So it's interesting talking about that, like back in the day, because, 
uh, here recently, I've, I was on Golfworks and uh, I bought, um, you would know the brand, but I can't think of it right now. Are you talking about Golf WRX? No. The, WRKS? Gotcha. Yeah, it's yeah the actual Golfworks because I was buying, um, man, I can't think of the name of the shaft. Uh, it's still shaft. It's kind of like the cheaper end of the spectrum on the steel shafts. Can you name a couple? And I'll true temper, not true temper. Uh, oh, you're talking about like Apollo, maybe Apollo's Apollo. Pretty cheap. Yeah, Apollo's it. pretty Apollo. cheap. Yeah. Okay, so I put uh, Apollo shaft in my driver. Uh, I, I had to just say what it was yeah. about, you know. And you and thought it was garbage. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But um, if steel shafts were still superior. We'd still be playing them in drivers. Yeah, that's why everybody should switch to graphite in their irons and everything. Wow. Yeah. If steel shafts were still good, we'd still be playing them in drivers. That's a hot I, take. I just, that's a hot take. I'm, right there, like, man. I'm telling you, like I think personally, uh, like I, I'm, I've been a plus handicap for years. I'm, I'm think I'm, I haven't played a lot, so I'm probably back down to like a scratch now. And I have graphite shafts in my irons, I, and like, I mean, I'm playing 125 TX Flex. Mitsubishi shafts in my uh, in my irons right now, and I think that it's superior in so many ways because you can manipulate the kick point so much better. You can manipulate weight. I mean, steel. There's only one thing to do. You can only put so many steps in steel, and you can only roll it so well. Right. Yeah. That's it. That's all you get. Yeah. So, um, and that's not to shit on like any like steel companies out there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not shitting on them. Yeah. I mean, steel's still good because right. it's it's the cheaper of the two options. Right. For sure. But if anybody comes in and says that they think that steel is superior, then I'd be like, hey, man, let's put a 335 tip in this driver, and I'm going to see how well you hit this thing because it's going to be trash. Yeah, it's hard I mean, to say. It's, it's, yeah. it's so much different than what it was. Oh, yeah. I just thought it was like with steel, it's just so much different flex, you know, than no. anything. I, I didn't know. Yeah. You know well, I just always you're, see. You're, the crazy thing to me with off the rip was uh of course it was kind of like the Apollo deal was more like almost like a Memphis 10 kind of sure, scenario sure. you know it was like more of a uniflex kind of deal and i think this one <clears throat> they had like a a regular or like a a flex and yeah. then they had like a stiff extra stiff you yeah. know and so like i don't really feel like i hit it that far or swing that hard you know or that fast when i've been sure. on launch monitors and stuff so but i was still like i probably need you know, a stiff flex, but like, dude, like the biggest thing off the rip was, uh, trajectory. Like it was so hard to get a ball up mm -hmm. with. And, and it was, it wasn't like <clears throat> a slice, but it was like, you cannot release the club any, you know? Yeah. It's, it's steel is, is steel is the equivalent of like, a Model T to a Mustang, like steel is just not there anymore. Like if you're if you're a pro golfer, um, I would say most golfers in the U.S. could benefit from steel. But if I mean from from graphite, but if you're a pro golfer, the only reason why they're playing steel is just for feel because they like the 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 rigidness of it. Mm -hmm. But you can get the same rigidness out of graphite, and like your hands don't sting if you hit a real shitty shot. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like everybody's taken one and they've hit it in the forehead of the ball, and it just hurts so bad. Like you don't get that as much with graphite because there's so much more absorption through that. You know, um, it's just. It's superior. Um, I always 
I, I, I always tell people like your budget is what's going to tell you what kind of build I'm going to do for you. Cause I mean, um, I deal mostly with blue collar people. Like, you know, nobody has just extra disposable income on this. Yeah. Um, so if somebody says they want to build a wedge and we want to cut some price down, I can get a steel shaft that'll do okay. But if you want better performance, graphite um, is the way to go. And wedges, Patterson makes the greatest wedge shaft I've ever seen. That's sick. Like I've seen uh, LA Golf was doing wedge shafts and stuff now, and that's really got me. And, and like the... I've always been super interested in the graphite to the steel tip butter deal, you know, that they were doing for a little uh, bit. That, that's so, pretty sick. So um, stability putter shafts have a lot. Uh, the reason that they went to that is is for torque value. Um, it makes it to where um, it just feels really rigid. Um, it, it's about the idea of your face twisting upon impact and stuff mm. like that. Um, it just feels cool. I've got a putter shaft. I've actually got a uh, Tad Moore putter shaft putter with a stability shaft that is just sitting in my corner um it it was good for a while but like i'm i'm playing a ping redwood now you know like, yeah it just kind of depends on like what you feel is but, that like his his answer style yeah yeah and i'm a, I'm a geek so um i really wanted to send it off to get uh, a sound slot cut in yeah and that is so expensive oh, wow. really? um like a couple hundred dollars no yeah. kidding and I didn't have that much into the head as it was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, nah, like I, so I, I found a guy, um, uh, through just the, the business. I found a guy that, um, he was out of the East coast that, uh, he milled the face for me and, um, it feels amazing. Really? Like it feels amazing. A milled face is, is, is the best thing ever. So is that what the slot is on an answer? The sound slot? Yeah. Uh, the, so the, the opening behind the. It's actually just for the sound. Like that's literally all really? just to help. I've always wondered. It's I'm just a big to help answer with, guy. The, with the ting, like with the ping, you know, that's like that's sick. that's all it is. I've heard oh, wow. with like a graphite putter shaft, it feels like you have an insert in a milled so if you want a milled face and it feels like you've got the insert in there on a milled face. So that's really dependent on the shaft. Cause like so Fujikura right. makes um a bunch of graphite shafts. Yeah. Um and they actually make some that are more rigid for a stiffer feel. They make them a little softer to get that insert feel. They've also got a mid-range. Yeah. Um you've got stability. Um they make a um they make the two-piece shafts. Um, Maltby actually kind of from Golfworks kind of bit off of that idea. You can get uh, like the poor man's stability through them. Yeah, probably half the price because huh? LA For Golf sure. is insane. Like what they're LA talking. Golf is really insane, and I can tell you this: that, like I don't know that there's anybody that can justify spending that type of money. Not a chance. Unless unless you're playing for money. Or you just want to unfold the loaf on somebody. I think if you've got LA golf or like lab golf or stuff like that, you have literally wasted your time. Yeah. Because you could you could spend half of that money and then the rest of it you could spend on lessons and start playing a whole lot right. better than what yeah. you are now. Yeah. Um, so like I said, like when I do builds, I always try to take like budget in considerations. Mm -hmm. But if somebody comes in and says, Hey man, like I really want like a driver shaft that's gonna be amazing, then we're gonna hook you up with the driver shaft. It's just um I just don't see the validity. I could probably put somebody in a $85 shaft and they couldn't tell the difference between that and a $350 shaft most yeah. of the time. And, and the biggest thing like with, with steel, like where you're talking about kick points and stuff with, uh, with graphite, like with steel, I mean like pretty much 
every uh and I don't know this much about that, but like every S three hundred and stuff, I mean like you've got your uh your your UL or whatever it is, sure. like the light one and um stuff like that. But otherwise, I mean every S three hundred is pretty much just a S three hundred, right? So shafts are really shafts are really interesting because um so when people pay for like if you buy a dynamic gold and you want the tour issue, mm-hmm. all they're doing is sorting it by weight. I do that for a build regardless. So like oh. um, the most unique thing that I can do um, that I like to do, it's really boutique. Um, if somebody comes in and says, hey, I want to do a full build, um, but I want something between a stiff and an X, and what I'll do is I'll find whatever kind of weight category they want to be in, what kind of launch we're looking for, you know, flight and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I'll take that head, depending on what it is, and if it's a 355 taper tip head, I'll bore it out to a 370, and then I will tip every one of those shafts to make it fit to whatever flex that they want. I will frequency it to what they need after I've already done a weight sort and stuff like that. So it's really like we can kind of like narrow in and, and you know, tighten dispersion just by doing that. So it's um, it's really cool um, to do stuff like that. Just not a lot of people um, want to take their time with it. Like golfers are the most impatient people I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah. Um, I think they're worse than Karen's in a drive-thru. Yeah. Um, if you – I've got a couple of clients that I know well that I know if they're dropping off and they want me to do um, a build, um, they need it today. And yeah. I'm like, I don't, it's it's 24-hour <laughs> epoxy, yeah, exactly. homie. Yeah. I use 24-hour yeah. epoxy. It's going to take 24 hours. Regardless. Wow. Regardless. Yeah. I mean, it'll set in 12. Um, you know, we can gel it up in six. But, I mean, we're starting to push the threshold of right. what's going to come together here. <laughs> yeah. And um, they're just super impatient. So I I generally um, – uh, I have a pretty quick turnaround because um, I have a liberal schedule with my other job. Um, so uh, so I build as much as I can. Um, I think I've already done 600 this year. I think I've already wow. done 600 builds this year so far. Um, and, I mean, those could be anything from, like, grips to, right. like, full builds or whatever. But – um, I think I've done like 600 invoices so far. Is it, does it, um, like I, I do stuff as a hobby, um, through another sport that I do, but when does it begin, begin to be like more of a, a pain? Like I know when, when I did that, you know, as a business, mm-hmm. that's the last thing. I Go ahead and do. tell him what it is, dude. Don't be ashamed. I, I did anodizing for, uh, paintball guns. Oh, that's and, pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty and, cool. It, it started as a hobby. I don't know what happened, but you know, and it got to the point where it's like, shit, at the end of the day, that's the last thing I wanted to do and just go down there. And you know, if I had stuff for myself, it mm-hmm. never got finished. You know, it just set over the thing. And it's then the my m- passion just kind of like just burned, you know. It's, it's the uh, it's the mechanic idea. It's that you can work on a Rolls Royce, but you're going to drive a Camry home. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, the, it's, it's just like a barber, man. Like, I've always – guaranteed yeah. I've always got the shittiest haircut around, you know. It wasn't. Like, 100%. I will not let you cut my hair. <laughs> if you have the shittiest haircut, I no, can't trust it. No, man. hey, in, in barber school, that's one thing my uh, – my instructor always told me, so if you go into a barbershop and you don't know who to let cut your hair, go to the guy with the worst haircut. Because he he's, he cut, he's, cut, he's hair. cutting everybody else's yeah. hair. It's the one of the other ones cut his hair. Man, I got a bad haircut one time. I've had two bad haircuts in my entire life. Uh, one of them was at a place I didn't know. 
And uh, the barber chair was literally as soon as you open up the door and there's the first guy in there and he wasn't busy. And I realized quickly why he was not busy. Yeah. Um, and then um, I got a real bad one in Bowling Green and um, I actually got up out of it. I paid the gentleman because he cut my hair. Yeah. yeah. And then I got up in the chair next to him. I said, somebody's got to fix this. And uh, I was like, you got to fix it. I was like, because I don't have Didn't a lot go going on, man. Street, but like this know? moneymaker right yeah, here, man, yeah. like you can't mess this up for too long, you know? Yeah. Um, I can say this. Clients um, make my passion dreadful. Um, if a client is, and it's, it's just how, like, I get a, sometimes where people like look at me like I'm less than because I am doing a service, you know? Absolutely. Um, I understand. So then like, the thing is like, I hate to say it, but I'm the fucking talent. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I am the guy yeah. that's going to do your yeah. job. Mm -hmm. And like, if you want to put together right. Then, oh, yeah. like you, you gotta just. I mean, nobody's pushing people to get stuff take done. Take this you know? shit. Our wicked, our wicked boxes shit up right now. Yeah, and you go to that. Yeah, take, that's I, the way take I it felt. to dicks. I'm gonna tell you one story, and this is this is a true story. Where we were used to be living at, there was a there was a gentleman came over. So I usually don't start building until like seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning because I'm I'm gonna pull you know a lot of time in there because um, I have another job. And this guy comes over. He says, "I need to be there at six a.m. I need you to bend some clubs for me." I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say his gentleman's name. Uh, oh, we love these stories, man. So this guy, he shows up, and just for the inconvenience, I was gonna charge him a dollar more per bin. So it's gonna be four dollars instead of three. Okay, I think the average, the last I checked for bending irons was like five to six nationwide. So I'm gonna charge him four dollars, and he starts to complain. And I looked at him, I said, man, I was like, it is 6 a.m. If you don't like it, you can take it somewhere else. There's other people that do this in this area. I'm not the only, you know, I'm not the only show here. And he looked at me and he was, um, he was just, he, he just started complaining and yelling and stuff. And I was like, dude, I was like, you do understand it's 6 a.m. I'm doing this so you can make a 7.30 tea time. There's not a business open that's going to do this for you. And so um, it's it's the clients that make it difficult yeah. for me. But honestly, like I love building it. I love getting the stories uh, of. I actually got a story today from um, uh, a gentleman. I built a a driver for his grandson, and um, and so it's a little different building them for kids. You have to worry about like you know height and stuff like that, and if they're going to hit a growth spurt. And so um, he said the first drive out with this new driver, he hit thirty yards longer than he'd been in his last driver. Awesome. And so that's a, a source of pride for me. But also the thing is, I uh, I really enjoy um, like the success stories. The first year I was building um, could have been a placebo effect, but um, everybody that I built for, they went and shot their best round at their course that they were familiar with every time out. I've got like five sets of clubs. You're ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> let me get my <laughs> shit out of my truck, dude. Um, it's but the thing is, it's I think there's two things to it. I think one, it's the idea that you would know exactly what you're getting, and you know what to expect. Right. But also the thing is, is it's super basic, and I think that a lot of companies have overly complicated the fitting process. Like I think we were doing our best in the '90s and early 2000s. Don't get me wrong, Trackman and GC Quad, they're amazing. If they ever want to sponsor me, please hit me up at heftyleftyclubworks.com. <laughs> there you go. Please. Uh, but I think that the traditional, like digging it out of the dirt and seeing your ball flight and checking that wear pattern on your face, I mean, like that just alone. 
I mean, I can eliminate I on a repeatable swing, I can eliminate your miss probably sixty percent of seventy percent of the time. Absolutely. Like the guy that's like giving me lessons now, it's the same thing. And that's the thing that Can you share who you're getting lessons from? Uh Marty Bullington. It's Kenny's old caddy. He played some mini tour and stuff too. Where's he at? Up here, actually, in really? Portland. Yeah. He yeah. just took the job back up here. Solid, solid, yeah. man. But he's, you know, no launch monitor. Yeah, just straight up old traditional's school. Traditional's the way to do it, like, man. Like, and and we've got like, dude, like I've got, dude. It's it's a mess. Like you know, and and I'm like I'm an eight, and and when when we got there, he's like, so what's your miss? And I was like, well, you know, I had this like I played with a really strong grip because I just started, I just picked sure. up clubs, you know, and started yeah. playing golf. And he's like, well, he's like. Have you played with a weaker grip and stuff like that? Yeah, I mess with it, you know, because I've taught myself, sure. every, you know, how to play, you know. He's like, well, we're going to have to go weak, you know, like off the jump. we got to go weak. And, you know, uh, I, I was so strong and I would, like, hold off the club so much and, and stuff like that. Sure. Like, he's like, you know, when you – like, he's like, I get it. Like, you probably, you know, you have a lot of good rounds, you know. But he's like, I bet you on your bad rounds – you fall apart, don't you? And he's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, of course, because he's like, it's all time and base. Yeah. You know? And, and one thing like Rodney will tell you this too, like I'm really bad about, you know, I don't play with the same clubs at all. Like I, That's I've rough, got, man. yeah, That's I've rough. got, I've got probably, well, like now I'm playing with a set of Rodney's irons, some, uh, Vaporfly pros. Those yeah. are nice. Yeah. Those are nice. But and like but like I take like the last time I took lessons I had uh some Tzoid trues. Ooh. And I man. was and I was taking lessons with those, you know, and he's like and and those were like my go-to, you know, like that's that's my favorite club that I own, you I know. I think so this is this is um this is the thing about like golf clubs in, in general. Um I did a lesson. So anytime I do a fitting, it turns into a lesson. Anytime I do a lesson, it turns into a fitting. Yeah. That's just Every time it happens. Um, so I had a fitting the other uh, morning with a, a gentleman um, from, like, the Auburn area. Mm -hmm. And um, he was a lefty, so I'm really glad to see those guys out there. You know? Yeah, like, it's awesome. It helps me out a little bit because uh, yeah. we only make up 1% of the global market. Yeah. And I play X-Flex, so I'm 1% of that 1%. You know, yeah. Like elite <laughs> athlete. <laughs> so, Some um, cheap-ass clubs dude, if you ever go club shopping. Dude, man. <laughs> um, so... So he was out there, and um, he was playing um, a set of Stratas, like a box set of Stratas. Mm. And listen, that's great if you're starting off. I think that's wonderful because they're making it accessible and it's a little cheaper. Yeah. Got them off of Amazon. And so um, right away, he's, uh, I think he's like 5'6", five, 5'7", five, so a little on the shorter side. Like I'm a 5'8", depending on what bank I walk out of. Um, so a lot of it is he was – had clubs that were too short for him or too long for him and they were just kind of trashy and so i said hey man i was like do you want to try mine i was like i mean obviously like mine's on the different end of the spectrum and um all we did was we literally worked on just his setup i can care less how you take it away like i think if you start off with a trashy setup if you can just fix a setup we can deal jim furick has made it accessible for anybody with a shit swing in life to be able to play golf. And so um, he, the the gentleman, um, I, I was like, hey, man, we're just going to work on getting your posture a little better. We're going to change your hand position. That's really it. 
I mean, not much else to it. He goes out and shoots his lowest nine-hole score he's ever shot in his entire life. That's now, awesome. to me, that's cool. You know, like yeah. that's that's way more important than like making money off of like. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, if I can help you make golf more enjoyable, then you're gonna stick with it. You're gonna stick with it, and you're gonna try it even harder. You know, Definitely. and so um, miss hits are something that you can almost. You can almost build them out. Like um, if you're missing, um, let's say you're missing a, a shot like a certain direction, we can build that out almost. Uh, and you can just still keep a trashy swing. Oh, that's awesome. That that's, means there's hope for me. <laughs> he said there's hope for, me. hope for me. What's your miss? What's your big miss? Uh, can I guess? Yeah, yeah go guess. ahead. I'm going to guess it's a push fade or hold on, I'm trying. I'm trying. You're a righty, right? Yeah, righty. Okay, so I'm gonna say it's a push fade or a, or a like a a pretty quick turnover snap, like a snapper. Yeah, I would say a dead yeah. pool. Yeah, yeah. Rodney's like, Rodney's like sure. about what I'd say driver probably about like I would I would kill to hit a driver like Rodney. Like my I man, would, just, yeah, just my man. not far. It's just not, not far. Two thirty, but two forty, two fifty. Now I I got it up a couple of bit, okay. little yeah. bit, right. but, yeah. uh, but it's it's. Now it's it's straight as can be, and then when I, if I lose that though, I lose everything. Sure, it's well, like, it's, good. it's the confidence. It's the idea yeah. that you got a bucket of confidence, and once you start pouring out that, like it's oh man, you lose and, everything. And you know if I if I if I hit my drive good, everything else falls into place, sure. kind of. Um, which I'd been playing a set of another set of clubs, and then I switched back with him. He was borrowing a set of my clubs, and I wanted to go back to him. Uh, so I started going with the old Titleist AP2s that I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sick set of clubs. So, all black with some black S300s. Nice. Yeah. So I started nice. – <laughs> and so usually with the PXGs, I hit, you know, I hit it a certain way every time I went with those. And I never pull anything like, you know, super – yeah, I mean, I was pulling everything. I mean, just missing the. I was like, oh, I would say you're missed right. though, but I don't know, man. I think you pull a lot of balls too to I not just, to well, not like, especially when he because Ronnie's the kind of dude like he'll like not play for two years and then he'll get into golf real heavy again, you know, and then he starts like. He's not like, you know, your typical yeah. guy that doesn't play much that just comes out and, like, slices the shit out of yeah, it yeah. every time. You know, like, he it actually puts a turn looks, signal on. Yeah, he looks like he's, yeah. like, he's played yeah. golf before yeah. every time he comes yeah, out, you well, know? So, so, like, I have a bowler's physique. I know that these people listening can't see that. But, like, I look like I should be ordering, like, curly fries on lane seven. Like, I yeah. understand that. But the thing is, like, um, at the end of the day, like, I'm a decent golfer. But it's, it's more like, um, it's kind of like, it's really interesting where people kind of like look at you and they kind of like size you up. Cause I don't know if anybody else says this. Uh, Cause I'm kind of a snobby, like I'm a snobby guy when it comes to golf clubs now because I build them. So like you always look at somebody else's bag and you're like, Hey man, what are you gaming? You know? And then you see somebody that's got like uh there's a local guy that's kind of a local legend in Bowling Green. Um, uh, he had the first time I ever met him, he had a set of scratch irons and I oh, looked. Yeah. I looked at this. I looked at the guys playing with. I said, "Dude, I was like, we're about to get dusted." And he said, "Don't well, press." I said, <laughs> "He said, he said, why do you say that?" And I said, "Dude, that's a set of scratch irons that Don White hand ground those." I was like, "Nah." It's like that's a ball striker right there. Yeah, man. for Everybody, sure. They're like, "You think he's that good?" Now he does not look like it. He he's all he's all just kind of like country and shit. Yeah. Dude was throwing darts. Yeah. And I was like, as and I was just amazed that somebody would like have that type of game to play those type. I mean, cause they were full blades. Yeah. Like 
technology yeah. out there. We don't need that anymore, you know? See, I look like the guy that you don't want to bet until about, you know, I the mean, third or fourth I've... hole. And then you're like, oh, yeah, he's okay. Because nice. I'm, hitting, I'm hitting blades and, like, a V-Steel. And, like, nice. got, a, got, like, a ping, like an old ping LA yeah. and stuff and towel, like, that's, in between the driver and the long irons, you know, oh, it's so like you're looking. So, so you look good at it, yeah, right? Yeah, that, it's like that's it's, all that matters. Yeah, man. it's like don't don't. It looks like you. It looks like an AM antique mall when I got there. <laughs> I swear. And then, but you know, I was like, man, he hits that shit pretty good. Maybe I should, you know, I'm putting. I I, I swear, I went and found a V steel three wood. You know that Just I hit stop. better. That I Just hit. Stop that shit. That's, Just stop it. Okay? Well, I, I can't you hit my four twenty five, so I'm like, I, I just it's in my head. I get one good hit. One bad hit. I love, and I'm like, am hey, I owned by I good hit or bad hit? Dumbass clubs. Like my three wood rotation right now is uh the It's the, bad that you have a three wood rotation. Let's yeah, just let's yeah. just start there. Yeah. Well <laughs> like, hey, you hey, need you, to you need to sit on the couch and talk <laughs> to somebody about shit like this, man. You do not need <laughs> to have a rotation of three woods. Hey, hey, look, look, we got uh Envy Greens in there. Oh my god. Yeah. Envy Greens. Hey, I got a I got a um uh, a J33R with a Blue Bayou shaft in it. Really? Oh, this yeah. is my problem. I hear this shit, yeah. and then I go home and I start watching YouTube, stop and I'm like, just and I'm like, I'm like, man, maybe they're fucking onto something. No, they're <laughs> maybe not. Maybe they're Listen, onto something. Let, let me tell you something. I can, I can say, I can say this hundred percent. Okay, um, if you play well with that, that's great. Okay, but I can tell you right now that most people that I know that play golf. And uh, Brandon, Brandon Wilson, if you're listening to this, you're fucking in this list too, okay? <laughs> if you would just keep the same clubs for one season. What the fuck's fun for that? Dude, well, here's the thing. Because <laughs> yeah. like, you're your own worst enemy at that point. I will say, yeah, yeah. And, and, you're and your I own was, worst enemy at that point, man. Yeah. Well, like right now in, in, uh, in my wife definitely loves this because we're, you know, got three kids, uh, our house is – is definitely outnumbered as far as bodies go. So, like, in a corner of of our master bedroom, I have a Peloton, a Wilson mountain pack, two Ping L8s, um, Tezoid Trues, MP59s, MP37s, MP30s, Vaporfly, or no, Vapor Pros, um, Brium Copper I2s, uh, gift from my good pal here. Keep the beryllium's, hang them up on the wall. Everything else should be on a yard sale. Well, everything. Take well, it to Goodwill, man. Hey, well, I think I, I played great with the Vaporfly Pros last time. Sure. So I'm thinking about um, sweet talking Rodney here and trying to trying to trying to get something going. Man, on once that. I once I once I let them go, man, they're done. You know, it's like it's, yeah. There's there's I nothing. Back, I, I I'll get definitely cool. like because I've got in my trunk right now. I've got a plate again sports bag, probably the biggest size that they have, and it's full of blotta. So I've got I've got an old Louisville Louisville golf persimmon, dude. And what, like, what's the, what's the purpose? It's a lot of fun. Like, it, listen, that, that's fun. Listen, like, there's a there's uh, there's a group out of the New England states that started doing short sets, and you would probably enjoy that. It's Geom G E O M golf. Um, so they do a short set. So instead of like playing with um, like a full bag, it'd be like a pencil bag, and you've got like a four, a six, an eight, maybe a pitching wedge. Yeah. And you're just walking around with like maybe like eight clubs. Like that's it. And those guys have way more fun because they're literally 
just using the smallest amount possible. But you've got literally every brand. I bet you they're all different flexes in every one of those. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You've got to stop that, oh, dude. Like hey. it's killing your game. I, I, I brought a I brought a set of Titleist I found at a yard sale to him, and he goes, "We, we went to go play at the country club." Yeah, we're day, And he's like, "He's like." Hell, I'm gonna play with those today, and you know, still. What's I mean, wrong with you, people? It's like, he, I, I mean, he shot, he shot an eighty. You I, know, said, I, I said, this. I bet I can shoot eighty with these, and I shot an eighty Broke on the, the number, dude. Broke Listen, the six I, I, by the by the pump house on fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I I pushed a four over there. Yeah, and uh, was trying to hit this. Like that's something else. Hey, if if I'm a big I'm a big bubble guy. So oh, if, if I see if I see a shot like I just I that's like okay that's so, what I want to do I want to I want to carve one up dude. so there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that when you're playing <laughs> when you're playing for like to have a good time but it's twenty five cents a hole it's twenty five cents I do it I do it and uh, you know. I'll do it in the member member. I'll do it in the member guest. But, I'll do okay, it in the so club championship. Let's say, that you, let's say that you've got ten shots. How many times did you pull that shot off? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm a good three for ten, wouldn't you say? Oh, three yeah. for ten. It that's is. not even that's not even a passing grade, homie. That's three hundred, dude. That's hell of a fucking. In baseball. That's baseball. baseball dude. That's, that's a great batting <laughs> average, dude. Dude, that's and that's a team sport. <laughs> That's a team sport, man. Like, you're by yourself out there. Three for ten? Yeah, man. Like, I understand playing percentages. There's nothing wrong with playing percentages. But the thing is, like, I can look at a shot and I'll say, I can pull that off. But I also have to accept the fact that there's probably 25% to 30%. I'm not going to pull it off. Up until today, I didn't think these shots mattered and I was watching the live tour. And I thought that everybody there was technical terms for hits, and then he was on his last hole, and he said, he looked to his caddy and he said, "So I should hit one of those fucking f- high swoopy ones." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, "Okay, I get this shit. I've got yeah, the lingo swoop, now." It's, you got so like Brandon and I were like, "Hey man, I think you're gonna have to swoop the shit out of this." And you're like, "He's like, we're gonna swoop it, man. We're swooping it right now." Like, <laughs> I mean, like you've you've got like uh, there's just there's just different shots that have just terrible names. Um, so that's it. That was there's a, there's legit. one of them. Uh, if I'm airmailing a green, um, we're always just like, well, I guess we're gonna see that hole next. You know what I'm saying? Like we're yeah. gonna see it a little early. <laughs> um, if it's got a little too much gas on it uh, when it hits the green, I'm like, check please. You know, like just yeah. please check. Like call the waitress. It needs hit a child, hit a house, hit yeah. something. You know. My that's cool. my big thing, I think, when uh, talking about playing golf like that for for the longest time, like I loved like playing in a group with people that had never like seen me play sure and and then like especially about like two years ago i was playing probably the best golf probably the best golf of my life and uh i was playing off like a six you know yeah. and uh like i was hitting this just stupid hook and i'm right-handed too mm-hmm. like and i hit it high at the time and like number two at franklin yes um I would hit it over the trees on the right side of the fairway and bring it back in to the left side of the fairway. And you're talking about like that's 120 yards. Fuck yeah, and that's 120 but, yard but turn. But like, man. yeah, but like you can, and especially on like number seven, how the tee box is elevated. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like I'd hit like this one that would kind of like a lot of times, because uh, I can like, especially like with my old style. Like now it's more like, and I want like. Cause like I kind of came up with this plan and like my wife was all on board for it. It's like, let's, let's just like, just for the fun of it, like, and just to like bring back like my competitive side, like let's try to like get down to like a three 
and sure. like play a mid-am qualifier and just to play golf, you let's know, do, like, let, like play let's com- do that together. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. And like, so that's when I started taking lessons yeah. and stuff, you know? And, um, so one thing that I have like accepted with that and I do it like sometimes when I'm like, all right, I'm playing for score today. And like, for instance, like the last time that I was like, I was playing with somebody that I really just wanted to like beat their ass, you know, like for sure. one of my friends that just talk a lot of shit. And we were playing at Paul He's Walker. Sitting to your right. Nah. No, 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 no. <laughs> he knows that. That's it. That's easy money. Rodney, that's the one. easy money, brother. Rodney's that's the one money. when I'm like at number number six at Franklin yeah. and I'm on like number five fairway. Yeah. Like I'm taking a two iron. And like choking that bitch up, like down to the shaft, and I'm trying to hit some like stinger cut off the ground about you know three foot, and like Solid. just trying to get it out yeah. of all the trees, you know. Like yeah. I'm definitely not punching out with like, you know, I'm trying yeah. to get like a hundred yards in with for my, sure. Yeah, yeah. I like Rodney's, Rodney's my buddy. I'm having fun with, but That's like, good. So, yeah. So like at Paul Walker, the last time I was playing with this guy, I was uh, I was like three under through like seven, and uh, you know we're getting into some. You know, pretty uncharted territory. For you sure. Know? And uh, so we get on, um, we get on, no, that was through six. We get on seven. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, at Paul Walker from the back tees, like I can sometimes like, you know, that, that furthest tree at the dog leg. Yeah. You know, if you get it towards that tree you can carry all the other trees and roll right through and be inside a hundred right there for sure you know and i'm like let's let's eat this motherfucker up like i'm hitting it good today like let's i'm not trying to play scared that's a fine line in between playing scared and like playing smart you know and uh so bogeyed that hole and then bogeyed eight and then i get on nine and i'm like should I just like, cause you know, you can hit a seven off the back tees on number nine at Paul Walker, you know, yeah, and, 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 yeah, and be a hundred in, you yeah. know? And I'm like, nah, we're hitting driver cut and trying to drive this bitch, you know? And then I'm on one, you know, like in between the, in between the trees, yeah. like, you know, I hit a tree and like, you know, then I'm double that. And yeah. here we yeah. go. You yeah. know, I shot yeah. I shot 37, and we're that's, one that's over. That's terrible, man. Like, yeah. you had an opportunity there. Like Absolutely. Well, I, hey, dude, look. I've been at Franklin on number 14 tee box. I've been five under before mm-hmm. and shot a fucking 74. <laughs> There's crickets for a reason, man. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. like that's, that's a colossal. Fuck yeah. That, that's a colossal. Now, granted, collapse, you man. know Franklin. You know Franklin. Yeah. That's when the course gets for real. 14, yeah, yeah. 14, 15, 16, 17 yeah. is when the course really is like, holy shit, this mug's got teeth. You well, know, because the front nine is really gettable. Uh, but it'll eat you up too. Like now I have trouble scoring. Like if I, like I'll shoot, I'll shoot par in a year. I'll shoot par on the back way, but like my best side is on the front. Like if yeah, I'm playing good golf and, you know, it, for me, if you can get through, if you can get uh if you can get through two through four on on the front side, you can play. Yeah. Two, three, and four kind of just two's two's kind of an interesting hole because that tree kind of hangs over on the right hand side there. So it kind of it encroaches a little bit. Green's so, hard to read. Um and I I, I think Franklin is a great course. Um I, and we were talking about courses before we started. Yeah. I think courses um around here um 
they all have like a reputation, like uh, Indian Hills uh, has a reputation of having really firm greens because they went to those. Um, Bermuda, yeah. um, I think it was a Tiff Eagle Bermuda. Um, it's just, I think that like general course layout, you can always like tell like the legacy, for instance, Springfield. The legacy, in my opinion, is probably one of the best layouts for, for, sure. for even an avid golfer to the average golfer. I think that it is a great layout just in general. Uh, but if uh, Country Hills, oh, um, yeah. a, that's, a, that's hot trash, man. Well, like, there's, there's like, for me, like talking about Country Hills, like I've always said this to anybody that goes there. It's like when you play Country Hills, you play the first hole, that's the best hole on the course. Then it's over. I think if you go to Country Hills, you should take a gallon of gas with you and just take care of that while you're there. Yeah. Like it is just <laughs> not <laughs> it is just not my course. Like it's just something about it I just don't like because there's holes that don't make any sense. It's like there's a lot yeah. of like there's like yeah. four holes on that course that's like fifteen at Barron River. Twelve stones, that's a good one. Yeah. Twelve stones yep. has such potential, but twelve stones, in my opinion has one of the worst layouts. Um, may, you know, it may not even be layout. It may just be like like how the course has been maintained because it was like number three. Is three the big dog leg left up there? Yep. Like you yeah, go up the hill yep. and it's yeah. all the left. Yep. Like, I mean, there's rocks in the fairway. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I mean. Yeah, what bad. It's just, it's <laughs> just, just like what sometimes. Bad well, like, yeah. and that 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 is like when you think about it, that's a pretty good hole. Like. That'd be a great hole if it wasn't for the conditions. Because because it's like you've you've got to hit a draw. And well, for you, you have to hit a draw. For me, yeah, I, have right. to, I have to. I'm a lefty, so I have to hit a fade. Yeah. And also the thing is like, so I'm losing a ton of distance trying to cut, carve one in there. And and right. just like you though, same same deal pretty much with if you're trying to fade it or draw it, like you almost run the same risk because there's trees right, ob left. You can like overfade it. Yeah, and you're OB, or you can pull the thing, and then you're in the shit. Yeah, and yeah. it's the same thing with the draw. You're either gonna hook it, or you're gonna push it. There's you know? a lot of there's a lot of courses like that. I just I just think that conditions like super unpopular. This is gonna be a super unpopular take here. I don't think that the Hermitage no. is that great of a course. I don't. But the conditions make it where it's at least enjoyable. Right. They they're selling grass, man. I'm yeah. I'm totally on that because like. I'm big on that. And, like, for me, like, one thing that you can, like, well, look, you know, you talk about, like, what we're not, not, a lot of people don't realize is, like, over there on that wall, uh, it's the course um, guide to Kentucky Dam Village. Like, yeah. people don't even know, dude. Like, Perry Maxwell designed that course. Mm -hmm. That's right by his house. Same dude, fucking Alistair McKenzie's American consultant. Mm-hmm. Is from Kentucky, and he has tons of shit around here, and there's majors being played on Perry Maxwell courses all the time, and people don't even realize it. You can go play that course with a cart for 25 bucks any day of the week, yeah. and people don't even realize and it. And I think it's it's kind of funny, though, because uh, I've got a, a good friend of mine, um, Cole. He's out of um, – shout out Cole. Uh, Dulski, he's out of um, – Clarksville. And so he is a course nerd in, in, in the most nice way. I think guys that kind of get lost in the sauce, like I get really lost with um, equipment. Yeah. Like he gets lost with uh, like courses and stuff. He just loves like the layouts and stuff. And um, he really turned me on to like learning more about like designers and yeah. stuff and like appreciating like their art form because yeah. that's what they're doing. They're just doing it with landscape, you know? Yeah. Um, and um, 
but to your point, there's really like we have a rich set of golf courses around here, but also you get some really bad ones in there too. Yeah, right? for sure. Because you get into the you get into the eighties and nineties uh boom of let's build a subdivision and build a golf course in between it. Sure. And that was big around here with Nashville and Bowling Green and stuff. Just like one thing that people don't really realize is like guys like, um, you know, that can hit it a decent way and stuff like you, you go and play Kenny Perry's from the white and you're like, Oh, this just isn't much of a course, but you step back and play it from the blues. And you're like, this is a totally different golf course. I think so. I, that's actually something that like I, I wish people would understand more. Like um, the PGA a couple of years ago said they had like this big program where they were trying to get people to move up a tee box to enjoy the game more. And so um, there's a lot. Everybody has an opinion on golf. Um, and so there's a lot of uh, there was a guy that came out one year and said that he was not going to move to another tee box until he until he would break par. And so, and so he would play his home course from the red tees. And once he broke par, he would move back. And then once he broke par, he would move back. And so like, that's a really kind of an interesting concept for a a lot of avid golfers because everybody wants to be a big dick in a locker room and go to the back tees. But also there's a lot of people that don't have the business being there. And I actually have a guy, uh, man, great story here so uh one year uh it was around my birthday this guy said hey man we're gonna go to um dale hollow state park oh yeah you play that now dale hollow state park like at the time i was i was probably maybe a a plus one handicap um on his best day he was a 20 yeah and i said hey man let's move up a tee box just let's have a good time it was gonna be car path only it's long from there okay yeah and he goes he goes, I woke up a man. He's like, I went to bed a man last night. I woke up the same this morning. We're moving to the back. Okay. He went through two dozen golf balls and nine <laughs> holes. And, and nine holes. If, if, there was probably a lot of places that he couldn't even hit it to the damn fairway. And I was like, man, I was like, we can always move up. He's like, no. Like, I've never been so miserable and so chafed anyways because, dude, like, walking that place because there's, <laughs> yeah. no, there's no air coming in there. Yeah. Dude, it's, I mean, it's swamp ass forever, dude. And it's yeah. a long drive back, and it's miserable because he's mad. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think people moving up to a comfortable tee box um, because people forget that golf courses were designed to be defensive off of the tee 80% of the time. Yeah, for sure. So, like, if – Let's say that you you're playing a regular course that you usually play, and you always somehow get close to this damn hazard, then you can move up or you can move back, and then it'll put you in a completely different position. Yeah. But most people they can't check their ego in the parking lot, and so like that's where like you can live rent free in somebody's head if you can just be like, hey man, like you can't uh can't hit it from back here, and then all of a sudden like they're just hitting shanks all day because they're trying to goat rope everything. Like yeah. it's. You can literally change somebody's aspect on golf just because they're mental midgets, man. Uh, well, I guess it's mental short people now or little yeah. people, I guess. Yeah. 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 Little people. Yeah. They've had it up to here. So yeah. hey, talking about talking about courses and stuff, have you been up to Park Mammoth yet? So have you guys ever heard of the High Cotton Club? Yes. So, I'm I'm in the High Cotton Club. So I so funny story, uh I met uh Connor 
So Cole introduced me to the High Cotton Club guys. And so we were just kind of messaging back and forth and stuff. And after the tornado that came through Bowling Green, he was one of the first people that messaged me. He's like, hey, man, you okay? Do you need anything? I'll be up there in a couple hours if you need something. Um, so um, Connor, super great guy. He um, he had, uh, you know, reached out and stuff. And so the only event I was able to make with him because of my work schedule and build schedule for the shop um, was Park Mammoth. Okay. And um, – I've played it twice now. Yeah. Um, and I played it back when it was just uh, Steam and Turd, um, like when I was in high school and I yeah. had to walk it a lot. Yeah, before they, yeah. Um, and then the re- the the remodel has been really good. Um, I mean, it's still traditional to what it was, but I think there was a lot of money that was kind of involved oh, there. Oh, it's sick, man. Um, it's a big real estate guy that got... Chandler, yeah, Chandler, and uh, a friend of mine from high school is actually the uh, greenskeeper out there okay. now. So, so it's it's really nice. Yeah, I've played it. I've played it twice. Uh, the first time, I was coming back from uh, Lexington and talking about a, a banger week. I went and played uh, Kearney Hill mm-hmm. uh, like a couple days before, and then we timed it just right. And Josh Becknell met me. He drove up. My wife dropped me off at Park Mammoth on opening day. Solid. That was sick. Solid. So we got to play it on opening day, and then me and Connor actually went up there yeah. uh, a few weeks later and played. Yeah, so, Connor's a super nice guy. And the, but and that the, course is crazy, dude, because, like, the first time that guy shot, like, and didn't even feel like a play good, shot like a 79, mm-hmm. and the next time, like, felt like I was hitting shots and shot like 87. It was like, what the it's hell? A, it's, a really, wow. it's a really good course. Um, I will say this. Uh, it'll be different once I get a driving range in there because it's, I mean, like, if you're only hitting irons and stuff, man, at some point, like that first tee ball, because if you play it from the tips, it's not a long course. No, but it never was a long course. Uh, but that downhill par three that plays like 225, that's sick, 230, though. like mm-hmm. that's a that's kind of a minute, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a lot of guys aren't used to that type of distance. Um, but th- they really did a really good job on that rebuild. Um, and uh, the first time I played there, I actually got the closest to the hole, uh, in the high cotton club, uh. I mean, like, not a two mile horn, but two two. I got the close of the hole on that short par three. Yeah, almost like I almost hold it yeah. on a pulled oh, yeah. shot. I like because it had that big slope on yeah. the par. How like that'd be so upsetting to me. Like, there's used to be a joke with uh, me and some guys I used to play golf with. Paul Walker, for instance, number yeah. three. I was like, that'd be an insult to make a hole in one on number three. And then a guy I know made a hole in one, and we just completely forgot that it was going to be an insult you're like yeah yeah everybody freaked out you're like dude like it's it's the shortest part of the world what about yeah we we went through a little spell and i think it was during like covid times during like around march of of 20 and we were playing it all the time because it was two dollars to walk it for 18 holes. oh yeah and and me and one of my buddies up there played it all the time and they had the they were uh Re, they were growing in the tee box so they had all the tees you know clumped together in front of the cart path and behind that nursery mm-hmm. you know so it was literally like 70 something yards <laughs> and like every time we would you know of course we're hitting lob wedges yeah. into it and we're like stabbing them all around the hole and of course we're hitting them off a tee and they're jerking back and yep. that you know it all feeds towards the hole and we're like dude we're gonna we're gonna Somebody's gonna haul this thing eventually. But do you count it? Do you count it as a hole in one? Hell yeah. Uh see, like that's where that's where like I if I, you're playing a round of golf, if it's if it's 18 holes of golf and it doesn't matter, you know, to me, if it's 18 holes of golf and you're playing 18 holes, it don't matter if that shit's 
50 yards, I think. So, but I've only got one, and mine was at 11 at Franklin. Okay, yeah, this year, solid. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah just 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 in in June. Congratulations. Just, yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've sniffed. Uh, I've had an albatross, but I've never had a hole in one. I've had an albatross one time. See, I've got buddies that have. Um, and a lot, a lot of the old cats I play with at Franklin, that they, they have like two or three hole in ones, and they're all on eleven at Franklin. I can and see. And it's that. like, and we get we get up there, you know, and we'll play, and it's like somebody new, and like I'm playing with the the guys that have all had a hole in one, and I've had one now, and it's like, yeah, go ahead, it's your turn, man. You know, it's always like man, the guy man. that hasn't hit one, you know. Man, I've never had one. Uh, but that's enough to be legit, you know. When I when I hit yeah. When I hit mine, I was playing from the back. The pin was at the front left. It was money. I hit it with Tezoid True. Uh, <laughs> man, um, we got to get you on some new stuff, man. Like, like how about just in the two thousands? That'd be pretty cool. Well, that's, like, what, that's, what even, that's, that's what he says. That's what my that's what my instructor says. He's yeah. like, last time he was like, my last lesson. He's like, what kind of iron did you bring today? I was like, man, I got the Tezoids. He's like, take my damn clubs. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and we went it's, out there to the. And of course, you know, I'm lacing them, and I'm like, yeah, these are forgiven, man. You know, yeah. and they're ZX sevens or whatever. You know, those and are phenomenal clubs. They're sweet. And uh, but he's like, we. Well, I got ready to leave, and uh, he's like, he's like, you just got to get something newer, Will. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. And he's like, just he's he, like, just get something from this so decade. What do, you, what do you play? What irons? What like what clubs? Like, tell me the makeup of your bag. Like, you, so so like two years ago or now? I'm saying today. If you were <laughs> today, I, I mean, it's always been it's it's always been like like two years ago. And that's where it re- really started. I said, look, I'm going to go buy a decent set of clubs. I'm going to get out there and start playing. And um, I went and I looked around and. You know, when I was growing up, you know, all my friends were, you know, in, in high school and when I, you know, they all had pings. You know? Yeah, yeah, ping, yeah. Ping out twos, you know, at my high school, I had ping out twos. That's the last decent set of clubs that I had. And then I stopped playing, you know, and it was like, okay, what I go back to? Pings. So I looked in the newer model. I was honestly, I, I'd forgot about golf completely. Uh, it was around COVID. Um, yeah. I was stuck in Gatlinburg doing uh, doing a wiring job on a um, on a, a water park. Nothing was open in town, but JR Guns and Golf. I think nice. the thing. And so, and I was on a golf course on the back uh, wilderness, the Wilderness Reserve golf course. Yeah. And I'm in one of the golf villas because they shut down the hotel. And I was like, man, there's nothing to do. My family's not there. I'm, I'm here, you know. I was like, damn it, I'm going to go to that JR Guns of Golf. I bought a wedge, you know, that Will has now. <laughs> so, Still. So, so, What's wrong with you people? And, so, and, and, and honestly, you're right, people have it so easy. There was, there was golf balls everywhere, you know, and yeah. I was like, man, I'll just sit here and I'll chip. There's a, there's a green out there. I'm just going to chip. I'm just going to just hit wedge shots at this green all night. And the bug you know? bit you right then. Yeah. Right? And I was like, man, I've got to get something, you know. And so I went out and I, I, I said, I'm going to go buy a decent set of irons. I went out and uh, the seven tens just came out. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I was like, man, nobody had them. And I'm no. like, man, oh. hey, you forgot to talk about the <laughs> the ISIs you had. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, this mug so, had some ISIs. So I got that I got bit, you know. Sick. So dude. I bought. Sick. Well, you know, I, I call Will. I know he's playing golf, and I said, man, 
I want some cool clubs. Wrong guy to ask about clubs. <laughs> I want some cool clubs. Let me go get something. I would you know? have found a homeless man and asked him about golf clubs so, before asking his. He's like, well, what do you want? You want something from World War II? You want yeah, something from World War II? I was like, how, how different can it be? So I went out and I bought a Tiger Nick set of black ISIs. Sick. And and I hit them decent. Red dots. Know? Hey, they were red dots. And like, you know. Tiger Nick does really good stuff. And, and it was, really it, it was cool. I wanted, and I, dude, from then on, it was like black clubs for me. That's what I'm going to go with. And I, I went out and I was playing a little bit. I was playing every day after work with a guy that um, that I worked with. We would we'd shut, the, we'd shut the store down early. We would drive to Nashboro, get out there and play until you couldn't see five feet in front of you. You know, they would say, just bring the cart back whenever, yeah. you know. And uh, so that's what we would do. And then he moved away. And then I just remember I was like, man, I'm going to buy a decent set of clubs. Uh, I'm, you know, there's got to be something else out here. So I wanted to buy the seven, uh, the G710s, I think it was. And I went and bought them. And I, and I, I could hit them a ton, you know. I mean, they were just, I mean, you know, like 20, 30 yards. Have you ever hit a set of those? No. They're the hottest fucking irons in the world. I can, I can say this. So, so, uh, it, it, I think that people forget that, um, so forgiveness is actually something that's more important than sweet spot. Uh, the sweet spot on every single iron is the same size. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a blade or if it's a, uh, Tailor made 790. Right. It's all the same size. It's all the size of a pinhead. That's yeah. all it is. Everybody thinks it's the size of a dime or a penny or something like that. It's wherever the actual center of gravity is. Yeah. So there's actually, through Golf Works, you can buy a center of gravity check. So you take the head off, you'd set anything on there, driver, whatever it is. And so the pings, because they have so much perimeter weighting, they are so much more forgiving on off-center hits. That's why it makes it feel like the sweet, so the sweet spot is so much yeah. larger, right? So that's why you can hit them so much better because if you think about it... And probably cast instead of forging, too. probably has a little bit man, to honestly, do with feel. Casting forged is hotter, usually. Well, so forged... Feel is kind of hard to equate, in my opinion, because yeah. the thing is, like, what may feel soft to me may feel firm to somebody else. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I can say this, that, like, when it comes to, um, like, casting, like, people forget that, like, most wedges are cast wedges. Yeah. Um, so people forget that, like, casting is really good, you know? Yeah. Uh, forging, I mean, unless you're going to start getting into, like, like like true forge stuff like the forging that we get around here like is most like stuff you get off of the rack from Japan type <sighs> man like Mura yeah, and stuff like that yeah. like that's a different so level artisan. different yeah man artisan's really cool um because that's the guys that came from the Nike oven yeah right and um they really do some cool stuff I just hate that they kind of paired with Patrick Reed you know because he's a craftsman because he's a tool for life yeah yeah like he's gonna be a tool for life Mike like, and and Mike Taylor man he's interesting because like. Cause it was it was the 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 first um, the first facility was a Hogan facility, mm -hmm. right? And and Mike Taylor did some Hogan work, right? Yeah, he and did it a little, to, and it turned to something else, right? What was it before Nike? In between, if you didn't ask me, I could have told yeah, you. Yeah, um, it was something really small for a while yeah. there. Um, but he he did a lot of really cool stuff, and it, like he grew with the game. I mean, right. like uh, his evolution got really good. Um, Artisan, I think, is. Um, probably one of the best kind of boutique things out there um but i think everybody's wallet should dictate 
how much you want to spend because artisan right. is not going to be cheap. Oh no, you, you can't spend, find them here. But as far as all, everything's yeah. Japan. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and the, yeah, there's a lot of artisan stuff in in Japan. That's Man, pretty don't, get on, get it here. don't get on tour spec at all because tour spec oh, golf okay. is like if you get on tour spec, uh, I, th- I think it's tour spec. I think is the name of it. Um, it's it's only Japanese market stuff, Ooh. and um, it is. Because the Japanese market has a completely different set of rules than right. we do. Yeah. And they take it so much more serious. Well, and see, that's my thing talking about, like, it, well, yeah, you know that. But, yeah. like, JDM golf stuff, it's the same thing with bass fish and tackle. I've always been that way. Like, I love, like, I love Japanese culture anyway. For sure, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for, so sure like, for sure. JDM, there's, there's, like, a, there's an art to it. They yeah, take their pride Japanese, in it. Japanese, you know, like, I, I will, like, straight up, like, when I see some stuff, I'm like, oh, my God. Not, like, to, not to, like, change, like, subject on that, but have you ever watched, like, YouTube videos of, like, Japanese joinery? Oh, where, yeah, any, any little thing, I mean, whether it be, I mean, going back to the old, swordsmithing or ironworks yeah. or man you know i'll take an edible and enjoy myself watching that <laughs> stuff dude. like it is amazing like you just lose yourself and you're like seven hours in yeah. you're like and you've already ate like half of your groceries you're like yeah. man we're gonna yeah. have to go out now and get something but yeah i will watch the joinery stuff forever just, yeah because like you're telling me you put that together without using a screw yeah how is that possible <laughs> yeah Show me more, and then all of a sudden you just deep dive into it, and then you're yeah. watching. You're watching a dude fold over uh, metal to make a, uh, a sword. Damascus and stuff. steel. Yeah, what, just watch. What's going just on? Like, like it's it, yeah. they take so much pride in it. But the the it's JDM awesome. stuff. If you, I think it's called Tour Respect. Don't make me swear to it. But if you get in there, like the price points are amazing. Really expensive. Yeah, I'll, like I'll, it'll shock. Well, and just like the just like you know uh, a big brand like that that you can you can think about like here that's like. Okay, it's like, like Homa stuff. Yeah. You see Homa stuff here, and it's like, okay, that looks generic as fuck. But like, you start looking at JDM Homa stuff, yeah. and it's like, that is some it's, sick shit. It's, you it's know? different for the market because people don't realize like how big Mizuno is globally. Because like right. in this area, Mizuno's not that big, right. but Mizuno has probably one of the biggest like footprints in the golf game globally. And like, if somebody said, "Hey, man, here's a Mizuno golf ball," you'd probably laugh in their face. Only Pro V1s for me, you know, like stuff yeah. like that. But Mizuno has an amazing brand globally. And you've got to go to different areas to see that. Right. You know, like um, uh, the closest place I've ever seen a Mizuno golf ball was like up in Indiana, like around like the Indianapolis area. There's kind of some nicer go- golf courses. And they had Mizuno balls there. I'm like, wow, like nobody sells this, you know, like. Right. Uh, I've only found them at Play It Agains around I here. I mean, it's, it's, really, it's really interesting. Uh there's Volvic. People shit on Volvic. I'm gonna tear it out. Like that is the best golf ball for what was 70% that? of golfers. Yeah, what was the uh was it the S D three or whatever that one? Uh what what model was that one? That Bubba was playing? Yeah. Oh my buddy see, my buddy was a pro at Campbellsville Country Club. Yeah. And he gave me a dozen of I think it was Campbellsville Country Club emphasis on country yeah for sure country Campbellsville Country Country Club that's exactly what that is Uh, but uh, he gave me a dozen and they were like a they weren't like you know how the vivids are like mm-hmm. kind of the flat cover and stuff they they're kinda, super cool though man yeah they're super but cool. these were sick though yeah. they were like they were a flat orange but you could tell by the cover like you know what I mean yeah, like you, sure. when you yeah. see a ball like when you drive past a ball. And you see it there, like, you know, you don't, like, 
you know, guys like us that have been playing golf, like you can tell when it's a high quality golf ball sure. at like five miles an hour. Yeah, you know for what I'm sure saying? you like, can tell. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, like no, nah, that's that's a chrome soft. We're just gonna keep moving. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if somebody had a bad day, that's a warbird over yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, you know, it was orange, but you could tell, yeah. like looking at this golf ball, like it's a good golf ball. Yeah. You know? And uh he gave me like a sleeve or maybe a dozen, and I I wasn't playing good golf at all around that time because I just got back into golf again. But like I thought about that, I was like, I think about it all the time. I was like, damn, I wish I still had that because I'll make yeah. a dozen of golf balls last forever. Because when I just play casually, I'm just like, yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever's yeah, in the I've seen, whatever. I've seen him pick up one and just say, I'm playing with this for the rest. of the Oh day. yeah, like. Yeah. I'm bad about that, and 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 just like that's something we gotta else. start working on some consistency, that's, man. That's like the, that's, that's the thing. The thing yeah. you so know? like it, like I I I would always you need to play a ball. I feel like I think you two would probably benefit from not changing clubs. So like here's what you should do, and this is what I'm 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 thinking about trying like trying to make a bet with Brandon because Brandon is like I bet you I've got six putters in my shop right now that are his. And I'm like, homie, are we going to play these or what are we doing with them? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just kind of, we rotate in and out. So I want to make a bet with him and be like, hey, listen, for one season, you're locking into these clubs. And I would bet you money that you will see a drastic improvement if those clubs are something, A, you feel comfortable with, and B, that they're built better for you. So, like, I mean, obviously, like, you don't want to get, like, regular flex or something like that if you don't fit into it. But get something that fits you and use it. And, like, I'm not saying, like, go to, like, Club Champion. But I'm saying, like, if you find, like, like the pings, right, the G, yeah. the, the G Series pings, if you love those pings, just play them for one year. Just make sure that they fit your swing and your, um, your specs. And outside that... I'm telling you, man, if you use it for one year. Yeah, when I got when when I was playing off of a six, crazy. I was playing uh Johnny's old um JPX the hot metals. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like not the pros. Like yeah, the forgiven. Yeah. Just standard hot metals. And, and they had regular flex. He just gave me a deal on them and I was like, shit, I'll get them. You know, because at the time I was hit I was hit great. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. hitting some shovels but if at you, the time. If you play like with those consistently, it, I'm telling you, man, like people's games will get because we so, all but take, I hit so those, you're like, taking all my fun away. I like to buy listen, shit. There's there's nothing there's nothing wrong. Like I have a listen, if like anybody has shit. the worst of it, it's me because I can build it. Yeah. Like I can oh, just yeah. order it and put it together. Yeah. The problem is that, like, I've realized that, like, my game has gotten better when I keep the same club in there for a little while because it's like, um, I don't want to go on a first date that many times. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So the thing is, like, you're always taking a chance. And then when that honeymoon's over with that club, like, you're going to go back to something that's familiar. Right. So, but if you stay with something that's familiar, like, the only thing I can say that I think that people, and I don't like, I think Bob Vokey, is extremely smart. I just don't like Vokey wedges. Um, but he has two theories on golf that I extremely believe in. One of them is if you need to change your grips on those wedges, then you should probably change the wedge because you've wore out those grips because you're going to hit it so much more yep. often. Right? Yeah. Okay. The second thing is he believes every golfer should play their wedges one degree flatter at least one degree flatter than they play their irons. And a lot of that, so like let's say that you're a, a one degree upright, okay? Then you would fit into a standard wedge uh, lie angle at that point. The reason being is because on most wedges, on like your, most people chip with like a 54, 56, 58, 60, kind of in that range. Um, so you actually naturally grip down on it. So when you grip down on it, it's making it smaller, then it has to get, when it gets shorter, it has to get flatter. 
If not, you'll dig really hard with it. Mm -hmm. So that's why most people – so, like, I play my irons two degrees flat because I'm short and fat, and that's – I swing around my body. But my wedges are three degrees flat. People – oh, my God, three degrees. But, like, when I lay it down and I come through the ball, I get great turf interaction, and um, I make it to where, like, I take a, a, a pretty uniform divot at that point. Versus if I was to play those, let's just say standard – it's going to dig really hard, most likely in the heel, and it's going to just be trash. Like, I'm going to have these – like, my dispersion is going to get so much larger. So what you do is you build the club for your miss awesome. and for your swing. And then at that point, then you can literally just play whatever golf you want. So, like, if you like a club, there's nothing wrong with that. But staying with it um, – because I – the problem you have with irons, I have with putters. And what I try to do is I will play with the putter for a little bit. And, like, if it's one round and it doesn't feel as good as what, like, my baby is, then, like, I'm just going back to it. Like, yeah. I'm going to give it, like, a fun round. We're going to have a good time. But I'm I'm, I'm not, like, this, is, this isn't a polyamorous relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm staying with this putter. Oh, yeah. My, my putting's been night and day since I've got the new putter. What, what kind of putter you got? I just got a just a. It's a pro camera. platinum. Yeah, yeah pro, pro platinum. platinum. Mm, I had a I had another can't hide camera. money. Can't hide no, money. Oh no no no! I found it at like hundred fifty dollars yeah. to play it again. Yeah, and it was what kind of shit is that? I can never find stuff like that. It's like it, those guys going well, to like find the Jordans. What, yeah, <laughs> what happened was I seen it and I called him. I was like, "Yo, you need to go get I this just, putter because it had a big ass." Gaudy arm lock grip. Oh, yeah, so yeah. people was like looking at it probably yeah. and was like, they cut know. it. They cut it. And it's been the best best addition that I've had to my game so far. Uh, I had, had a, a, I had another uh, the Golo um, uh, yeah butt yeah. putter butt, butt putter, putter. And, 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 and I putted like well with it at first, but I just wanted that traditional blade style. Most people like like the Anzer style. Like it's hard to get away from it. Um, I seen a stat the other day. Did you see this about like? Please it, tell me it's it's how people were gripping the club. It was grip and then putter style. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I and I believe it. And the thing is, because like, guys that have like I think putting is so much. Like one thing I will say is like if if I put more than probably like twenty eight times around, like I fucked up. Like so, my I hit the ball like shit most of the time, but my uh, around the green and on the green, I can fucking putt, dude. So like, I can I can say this so Gurren Rife has the most he has the best theory on putting I think I've ever heard in my entire life. He doesn't consider it a putting stroke until you're within fifteen feet. Because prior to that, you're actually breaking your wrist. Yeah. So then at that point, you're not really making a putting stroke. A putting stroke is more um, – it's 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 a lot more uh, stability. Like you're not going to be seeing like uh, wrist flex. You're not gonna, like let's say you've got a 45-foot putt and it's up a hill. You're going to have to croquet that motherfucker yeah, to get there. Yeah, for you know sure. So like that's not a putt. That's just right. a regular just stroke. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost – he said that's closer to a chip than it is actually a putt. Yeah, for right. sure. Um, but it doesn't count to him as a putt until you're within around 15 feet. And so that's – Gurren Rife is – backstory on Gurren Rife. He, he had Rife putters. Right. Rife putters went down, and um, they closed up, and then he started Even Roll. And Even Roll is one of the premier brands right. now. They're fantastic putters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, didn't – wasn't Shawfly – Using a rife like last year, though, I don't know if Shafley was. I, mean, I, I thought he had. I, one. I know that. Um, who's the the who's one with the little fucking 
um, cylinders like on the back. Yeah, that's a. I think that's a a Rife Bimini. I think is what those were. Okay, my Could buddy, the, my buddy that was actually the pro at two bar Rife two bar. That's what it's called. Yeah, my buddy that was at Campbellsville last time he and oh, I there. played. He was he was playing that putter. There's um. Rife, Rife really kind of changed the game for a lot of people with that because, like, it was it's kind of like coming off of the uh, the teardrop putters where they had like that curved face yeah, and right. stuff. Um, but Rife really had some cool stuff because they had the the um, uh, the milled face that was kind of a big deal back then. But um, with the new even rolls, um, they're they're really interesting. Um, they actually uh, did a lot of research and uh, with their gravity grip putters. Uh, their gravity grip putter grips. Um, so most of the time when you get a counterbalance, uh, it goes into the shaft. Um, and they found out that, uh, if you put the counterbalance in the fingers of the grip, so like, uh, instead of going down the shaft, it actually goes into your fingers. Um, it helps your dispersion by like 25%, something like that. So it actually starts it on a straighter line at that point and it and tends to skid less offline. Wow. Um, and that's the reason, I mean, think about like how much people put into like that. So like we can hit a shitty putt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Think about how much work somebody put in. For us to hit a shit putt, yeah. I'm just like, man, like that's so bad. Mine is yeah. just straight technique. I get up there and everybody's like, you know, marks their stuff. This and is, cleans this their shit up. I just go, you know. And you don't even field. clean it off. Well, it, it, well, usually <laughs> this is Brant Snyder too, dude. The yeah. poppiest fucking putter ever, dude. dude. Is your distance control pretty good, or do you do you ever blow them by? Or I, I, depends on the group. Oh, well, the the no. problem. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You whoa, fucking wait, wait, smoke. wait, wait, wait. Here's yeah, the, here's the problem. Because usually yeah, here's the problem. Smoked, here's the problem. I'm, I'm at different, different. I mean, the the courses that I play <laughs> and the courses that you play are totally different. I mean, I'm I'm one afternoon I'm here, the next afternoon I'm I here. would say you got the fastest <laughs> greens in Tennessee and the slowest greens in Tennessee. So mm. I mean, it's it's hard. Hey, listen, I'm going to gonna make one concession. I'll give you that point. <laughs> okay. okay? But it doesn't mean that you should still croquet them bitches into a fringe. Either. Hey, hey, I'll, I'll drive putts in. You're never going to leave it short, though, no, are you? No, no. No. It's hey, always got a chance. And to get I will it. say, like during COVID times, yeah. when the when the cups were raised, fifty nine watts. This motherfucker <laughs> was on. Watch. Yeah. No. Hey, his lines are great. Yeah. You know, just, uh, just but he hits plays the back of the cup and keeps going. But I don't understand. Is he plays Nashboro all the time? So I think he like when he comes to Franklin, he thinks like, "Oh, these are slow." Yeah, because because Nashboro, yeah. then they are. Yeah, you know, they're fast. But but Nashboro's greens are fast. It's as fuck. What kind of? They're not. Uh, they're not bent greens, are they? They're um. They just aerated. Um, I think they'd be a I Josh. Think, I don't. Are they bent? No, they're Bermuda because I think they cover them. Yeah, Bermuda. So Bermuda, in my opinion, and another hot take. I don't think Bermuda should be north of Memphis. Yeah, because Memphis it can can at least stay humid where they can stay kind of. Now I understand if you listen to like all those like agro guys like for golf, it's like well, it's cheaper you know to 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 actually like water them and stuff like that because yeah. bent greens are you know they're notorious for needing well they're yeah. needy in the summer they're Bermuda's great here how right. humid it is but they're you know? trash any other time yeah. I hate them because it's like hitting it's like landing uh, on this floor in the middle of winter you oh, know like Paul right. Walker. Paul Walker, you better play a club short, maybe sure. two. Yeah, in the and winter, just let it just you know? run, man. Yeah. Like, that's honestly. But I love it. Hey, honestly, I'll, from the from everything when I started playing back, either Paul Walker, I mean, their their greens that morning were phenomenal. I mean, that, I, that they, I were, there, they, they were, were they were great. Were they? Was it? This is a couple of weeks ago. Uh, no, this a uh, month, month or two ago. Yeah. yeah so anytime that anytime that it's super humid and it's really warm at night. 
Bermuda's great. Yeah. Well, but I just don't think like Bermuda makes sense in this area. Hey, I love it though. Like when, cause like Bermuda though, even when it's a little, you know, Bermuda can be woolly. And like, it seems like for the most part, Bermuda's always pretty fast. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's got to, it, it depends on like uh, who's, if they're being rolled pretty yeah. regularly, then. then I love it. Yeah. I love it when I can go, like, cause. I used to play Paul Walker so much that like I can go out there and I like I can put those greens really well for the most part. Sure. And and like when when they're woolly and like <laughs> I, I've had days where I'm just like making everything and they're just like you know yeah. darting every which yeah. way and they that's still they're accurate. still taking the break though yeah. you know it's, they're darting and they're still kind of just hunting bad. the line and then they just die. I don't really know what that feels like, man. Like I'm I like usually if it's if it's a trash green, like I'm just I, I just don't enjoy well, it. That's the way it's uh, 90% of when I play. It's just now it's when I pick, when I get off work, who stays open the latest that yeah. I can yeah. get the most golf. Yeah. But I love And it's Riverside, and they I think their greens are clover. How cool? <laughs> oh, shit. So I think that's why – I think really that's why I I do putt well is yeah. because I fucking love putting so much. Well, the thing is, like, you have to, like, you have to love putting to be able to be a good putter because, like, you've never found – because that's the one thing about – Golf that people don't realize, in my opinion, is we always do the shit that we are really good at. Like, if you find a guy that, like, hits, like, their mid-irons really good, they're just going to be practicing their mid-irons all yeah. the time. But if right. you're trash at putting, then – or anything, chipping, same thing. You're not going to see a lot of guys working on that. They're just going to be like, ah, I'll be all right. And the problem is, right. like, you don't work on the things you need the most work on, you know. Um, but yeah. if you if you love something like that, like, putting is one of those things, like, you have to love it. Like, because there's a lot of people, it's just a grind, man. Well, and the thing is, you better love it because that's half your fucking strokes, you know. I mean, I mean you're going mean, to do it a lot. I, yeah. I think that uh, a lot of people could take five minutes a day and work on something in their house, like with putting, chipping, stuff like that. And it would, I mean, just five minutes, man. Like it's super easy. Like, I mean, how many times do we look at barstool sports for five yeah. minutes? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. definitely just take five minutes, get your ass up against a wall just to work on your putting stroke, like put it up against the wall. Like, um, you know, like you're facing the wall, just put it up there and like, just run it back and forth five minutes. Yep. It's just literally, it's so easy. But the thing is, is like, you'll find a lot of guys like my daddy's like, oh, I'm, I'm at the age now. I don't want to practice. And I'm like, well then just get used to shooting 92. Like you're yeah. just going to, you're going to love 92. That's where you're going to stay at. Yeah. But I think that practice, uh, I mean, not to be like, Iverson, man, like, you know, we're talking about practice. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's practice. Like, you just yeah, have right. to do it. Like, it, it is what it is. Um, but I just think that, like, when it comes to finding a club that you love, like, you found that, Scotty? Dude, that's that's a unicorn at that point, man. That's me. I, I just I, – that's all that's been in my bag since. And uh, Don't get rid of it. But we can reshaft it and make it look cool as shit if you want to. <laughs> hey, that's, it looks like it looks like a tennis <laughs> shot right now. I mean, no, oh, I, I'd good. rather have yours, though. Does it, oh, does yeah. it have – does it have, like uh, – does it got a little bit of rust on it? No, no. This <sighs> is, this one's clean. Okay. His his is rusty. Oh, yeah. You'd uh, like which I like his, you know. What, know what kind of putter you have? Catalina, too. And then uh, you bougie as fuck, man. <laughs> you bougie as fuck. It was given to him, right? Yeah, that's was free, free all his shit's given to him. But no, mine. I'll show they, you my bag this, before you leave. You know, I had it. I had my buddy cut it down. Um, you know, they cut the shaft down. I, I I thought it needed to be reshafted. I had no idea. And he was like, "Just bring it up here." And he's like, "All it needs to be is cut down." And I was like, "Okay." And then he put this goofy blue grip on it. 
and that's the only thing I hate. You know, it's a, a grip's a grip. I just like and that was my fault. I just said just put a grip on it. I don't care. Yeah, that is your fault for sure. Because if you Definitely. don't give the direction, man, like he's gonna throw well, whatever. I didn't, didn't want to. I didn't want the the huge grips. I I, I don't. Is know. it more like a pistol size grip? Uh, it's a little bigger. I, I believe it's a it's a yeah, yeah it's, a mid, it's, it's like a, I think it's a it's a win, but I think it's like an oversized like uh, pistol yeah. deal. I'll tell you this: uh, like uh, there's a company that reached out to me through social media called P2 Putter Grips. They're based out of um, Ireland, and they have the most phenomenal putter grips. Um, and I have it actually on my Tad Moore putter, um, and I love it. Um, it's just right now like. We don't have a good relationship, but it doesn't mean that it's still not a great club, you know? And um, so P2 Butter Grips, they they don't go in traditionally. Like most grips go just vertical, right? Yeah. This one actually goes in at a slight angle. So it creates that owner deviation that you want in a putter grip, in a putter where like you kind of locks your wrist in there mm -hmm. without having to have a, like um, a, a wrist lock or a forearm right. style putter. And um, phenomenal. That's awesome. Like phenomenal. But nobody really talks about them around here. And I think they're just fantastic. Um, I mean, obviously I'm geeking out over like materials or whatever. No, that's hey, that's the way I am. If he if he tells me anything, you know, I I like I like the cool stuff. I like yeah. to find the different stuff that nobody Everywhere it's always been. Why do you hit black clubs? Because I, it's different. Dude, you want me to take you? You want me to take you? Like you want me to take you to church right now? There's Go a ahead. place called uh, Siege Custom Putters. Oh, okay. Shit. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to like, no, no listen, this, this <laughs> no, shut up, siege, man. siege is really cool because they make putter shafts in different colors and stuff like that. Right. Mm. So that Scotty that you have is a, you said is a pro platinum. Is that yeah. right? You can reshaft that with a black shaft. So, yeah, and I'm going to tell you now that looks so sick with a pro platinum head with a, and we could even put the, like, you know, the, uh, the outline around, uh, the face right there. Cause it should have, it should have the Scotty Cameron on the heel. Is it on the heel? I can't remember where this, like we could, we could like black paint fill that thing and put yeah. like black, a uh, black shaft in it. Dude. See the, the, the Golo was all black all the way out. Oh, that is it's, pretty, it's it was, a sick putter. Yeah. yeah and I, it's it's, it was out. just yeah. too short. I think Siege, it was a so I, I put siege putter shafts, um, in a lot of stuff because it just kind of looks cool. Um, but I've got a ping redwood, um, putter and it's uh it's uh like that star finish, like that yeah. starburst finish, whatever the hell they call it. Yeah. And I put a black shaft in it and it's just, sick um and i've also got a offensively long putter grip on it it's like a 17 inch putter grip so the shaft looks like it's about this long little freddie couples uh, <laughs> dude it's it's beautiful man but i mean it's it's a 34 inch putter i'm a short dude i mean like you don't need anything more than that so yeah mine was a 34 and i liked it 34 is fun then yeah it was 35. it was short yeah how tall are you so crazy um, right at I, I like to say six foot i think i'm more 511 so yeah okay. it was it was yeah. like you know Cause I think mine's a thirty-five, but of course, you know, just like with with golf, fucking inches and grams are so big of a difference. Oh, you, for sure. You know, like and like his putter felt like like you were standing. Table you top, almost had yeah. to like yeah, Michelle Wee that mug. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's it's different. And like what's funny is um uh, a lot of people don't realize like swing weight plays so. 
you can get lost in the sauce on swing weight a lot, um, but like swing weight is is paramount when it comes to being able to load a shaft properly, to be able to get it to do what you want it to do. Like if you want it to kind of lay down a little more flat at the top of your swing, you can get a little bit heavier of a, a swing weight. You know, traditionals like between D2 and D4 for most drivers, you know. Uh, I mean, we can get you to a D8. We can get you in like something a little heavier and that'll naturally flatten out your swing because it's just the weight at the top of your swing. It's going to make it fall down a little mm. bit, you know. That's what I need. See, um, I need the science to make my swing all right. Honestly, like I can, I can say this for sure. Like you can have a really trash swing, and like if you find a good golfsmith, like you don't really have to fix much. Like they can, that you. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's things that right. everybody can can work on. Yeah, for sure. But if you have certain, like, there's some people that just don't have, like, maybe they've had a, a, a shoulder surgery and they can't make as much of a rotation. Yeah. Well, we can find a way around that. Right. But a lot of people just don't understand that if you just have a conversation with somebody and just be willing to accept their feedback. Like if a client comes in and asks me something, I'm going to give them an honest answer. And Golf is very personal, so like somebody's like, "Oh man, like uh, I don't want to do that." Well, then you don't need to ask that question. You know? But if you want to get better, there's certain things you can do, exactly. and and like um, there's a TXG Golf talks about this a lot. How you can build in a safe shot in some clubs. Um, it's just it's just natural. Like if you take a line loft board out and you just hit the bottom of a line loft board. And a lot of people don't think a line loft board's good, but I mean, it's pretty awesome. I mean, like they, they work really well, but if you use a, a line loft board and you can see where the impact is, then you can literally just bend it and then you can keep hitting shitty shots and I can just get them closer to the middle of the face for you. Like that's how easy it is. Like that's why I, I miss towards the toe. That's why I bent my clubs flat. It moves it. Towards mm -hmm. the middle when you bend it flat. If you're midi missing it in the heel, you bend it upright. Guess what? Damn. It goes in the middle. It's that easy. Like So literally, I tell people to save them a fitting fee with me. Um, I will literally tell them to go hit a bunch of balls. You can take some foot powder spray, spray it, show me where your impact is, and I can tell you what we need to do with your, your lie angle. That is awesome. So then like I'm saving them whatever my fee is to go do that and terrible business idea. But the thing is like, it saves somebody else the money. And then also it's at their leisure, you know? Yeah. yeah. That was the thing I was going to go get fitted. And I was like, let me play a little bit longer and see what I'm doing wrong and try to fix that and then go get fitted. But I think I'm more of that. I'm going to, play horrible no matter That's i fine. mean then so now i need to please so so this is uh, like this is a request from from a golfsmith that's a local guy that like I play with, like I play with the people I build for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so like I understand like they've got different swing thoughts. They got different things going on in their swing. I don't want people to have to correct their game. I just want them to be able to have the correct clubs. That's it. Perfect. That's all you need. You just need the correct setup for your club. So if you're missing in the heel, and let's say like you're just kind of losing like a, a shot a little weak. We take a look at it. We'll bend your loft and lies to make sure that they match you. Make sure the link's good. And just keep hitting them the same way you are. We'll find the middle that much easier. Yeah. It's so much that's, easier that way. It doesn't have to be complicated. Right. Well, that's that's awesome. I, I, I Where were you on that one, Will? <laughs> yeah. Where were you on that one? He was too busy trying to buy some yard sale golf clubs. That's where he was. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
Well, I do. So, I do. When he when he gets stuff, man, he's he's got me all excited, and and I and I see I, it. I had some cool, and shit. I see it. That's though. that's. Listen, I com- I love cool stuff, but also the thing is, like, I understand that technology is going to make up for a lot of the bad shots. You've hit a blade, and you've hit a blade like shit. Yeah, and if you hit a AP two like shit, there's a big difference on where that dispersion is and where that ball's going to end up. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, it just, it, it's kind of like, it's but, just. But, hey, that's one thing I will say. Like, how, like, do you play with old clubs much? I used to. Um, but, <laughs> so, so back, how, to, back, like, to, back to what he was saying earlier, like, I don't get to build a lot of stuff for myself like I used to. Like, when I first started, I just had all the time I build, like, cool, like, old stuff. Yeah, there's nothing more fun than, like, especially when, because, like, I like, Shooting a 68 is way more fun than having cool golf clubs. Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> I, but but like that's, but when you're but when you're like he's always been that way. With yeah. your you, if you're like with your buddy that's always like cuz I can I mean I I don't notice like if it's a you know whatever mediocre day like I'm not going to play that much different. I don't feel like, you know, and like if I like I played here while back, I was playing my buddy, and we played thirty six at Franklin, and I actually shot worse with like my modern set, you know, which is all relative. Mo- modern as to what? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> ten, like color ten, TV? Yeah, ten years, ten years. <laughs> so, so, but, but like the 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 second we we were playing, of course, back tees at Franklin. That's yeah. also whatever, you know. But but like in the second eighteen. Uh, I told him, and this is this is Josh, and Josh, like, uh, in reference to how far Josh hits it, like, I, it, I've seen him drive really? number, I've seen him drive number one from the back tee, yeah. uh, in thirty degrees, um, on on like number seven, he hit a drive one time, and he was like, next to number two. I mean, he pushed it a little bit, yeah. like 380, dude. Like, fucking smokes you, it. You know Troy Wilson, right? Yeah. So, Troy, I built him a driver, uh, and um, we put a KBS TV shaft in it, like one of like the like elite shafts, and we put a, a heavier version of it in there, and um, he almost holed out on number one. Really? He had a 15-foot putt for it. Yeah, he smokes it. Like, that's sure. ridiculous. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, like, but it's also like I built him a club that fit what he needed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, in Will's defense, I, I know where it's coming from because I was the same way in in the the sport we played a lot and had a lot of passion in paintball. Yeah, it was cooler to show up to look like a yard sale if you were winning, if you were playing a, a using a marker that was oldest oldest dirt and still getting it done. You, yeah, you were like it was. Like, and I man, was I was like, very much that way. And and he he I mean he was he was younger than me. He would see us play. I mean, I ran a store, and people would laugh at the gear that I had because, I mean, we would sell it. Yeah. We got something cool. We were like, oh, shit, I got to make this tournament. We'd sell it. You know, I, I mean, I worked at a paintball store. I had nothing. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was like, oh, I'm just done. You well, know? And, and talking about yeah. back to back to the Josh thing, though, like we played that day, and, and that was the same day that he, he was doing all that, and it's fucking cold and wet that day, and he was hitting the shit out of it that day. I don't know what was going on. Like further than usual, you yeah. know. When we got on the tee box of number one for the second eighteen, I was like, before when we when we made the turn, I was like, hey, I'm gonna stop by my car and grab a other bag, and I had, I had you the, switched bags. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, 
And he's got like 10 sets of clubs in his trunk. Just wait, dude. We'll show you after this is all over. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and like, so, and I told him, I said, now nah, you better not let me beat you with these clubs. And so I got the, I got the brilliant coppers out. And it's like, you know, this is in the winter. Yeah. I got the brilliant coppers the out. Bolotas, didn't you? Yeah. I had the bolotas. And, um, I think I hit a, I like that day I hit a 975J and, uh, uh, switch putters and everything. And I think I shot the first 18, I shot an 81. The second one with that setup, I shot an 80. <laughs> and I beat his ass. There's no way. Yeah, dude. You switched out entire bags. That's wild. You should try to get turned on to uh, Tad Moore actually has a hickory sticks. Um, he still makes hickory stick yeah. clubs. But I got to gotta try it, man. They still have a hickory sticks tournament. Wow. And it's all throughout the U.S. So, like, they don't use tees. They use sand. Like, that's how yeah. they used to do it. So yeah. they put sand in the a pyramid. thimble-looking thing. Yeah. And, yeah. and then they would put a ball on top of it. I think wow. they use the, – I think the newest ball that they use is a bolada. Yeah. Like, that. Yeah. that's wild to me that, like, people are, like, out there hunting for these balls. But nonetheless, I mean, like, there is a time and place for that. I just don't think that on every golf course there's a time and place to be hitting blades from 1948. Yeah. Well, it's also <laughs> another thing Another thing in the in the member member and the member guest I always do, like, to fuck people up on, like, any tee that I'm hitting the iron off of. I'll, uh, like, like, 15, for example. Yeah. I'll go get the sand bottle out and... And make the tea for my iron man. With the sand. No, you will not. Yeah, no. yeah, fuck that's yeah. a that's a golf douche move for sure, man. That's a super douche move. But he, you know, I see Will do it, and I was like, man, he's you know, like don't do it. Oh, Just because hey. you see him do, don't do it. I have fun. I have fun when I go out. You know, it's like you know, oh, I mean, and 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 don't even like that was exactly what I did in, in this year. The first tee, remember, remember, first tee was fifteen. Go down and. Uh, I, I hit first. I went and dribbled a little sand through the bottle over there. Just I was hitting the T-Zoids, laced a five iron, didn't even look at it, just hit it, grabbed the bottle and put it. <laughs> nice. Dude, that's, that's, su- that's a super douche move. I mean, like, I yeah. completely – because you unfolded the loaf on somebody right there. Like, oh, yeah. They looked at it and they're like, man, like, he is I'm about he's to, doing something for yeah, sure. Yeah, I was just trying to – that was – you know, the any any match, like, the first thing is, like, yeah. you know, like, the member, member, that's always what I'm – like. People our, get that real serious, man. Our, oh, yeah. And, like, the club championship, you know, like, when yeah. you're playing match play, it's all fucking psyche. Like, and that's one thing that, like, I feel like having a good short game, like, dude, you wear people out. If you get up and down, yeah, like, you If you are, can live rent-free in somebody's head for just, yeah. like, three or four holes, then you've you've done something there. Yeah. Because if they're hitting the green, you know, usually I'm, like, in the second flight. So those guys are, you know, they're yeah. single digits, and, you know, they hit some greens, and, you know, they'll, you know, they're shooting around high high 70s low 80s yeah. you know so they hit some greens and they two putt and like i'm not really that way like if if i hit like you know a few weeks ago uh me and rodney played uh at kenny's i think which kenny's yeah. is pretty easy yeah. you know but like um, it's the first time i got out there i hit yeah yeah it's a good course. i mean it's good for the average golfer <laughs> yeah i hit i hit hit what was it two greens was yeah. it two? Yeah. yeah, hit two greens and shot a seventy six, man. So that's like, I think short we, game. Short game. Uh, what is what is uh, Kevin Kisner say? He likes to eat people's souls. That's what he likes to do. Yeah. Like he like it's just. But I mean, that's why he's so good in Austin, man. He yeah. always fucks people up I, there because he's draining 
you know, 30 foot Dude, putts. Is he, is he putting his eyeballs out? It looks like a five gallon bucket that he's putting into. Yeah. And then yeah. sometimes it feels like I'm putting into a thimble. Yeah. But I mean, when it comes down to like being able to play competitively, like it's always a different mode. But if you're playing with your boys, like, yeah, bring out any bullshit club you want, man. But like, yeah. you got to start playing with some new stuff. Yeah. Like, you ain't even got to get through me, man. Like, what do you think about the you think the you think the Vaporfly pros are new enough? They're new enough. I mean, they're. they're hey, I bought. Way. Hey, I tell you what, uh, Roddy knows. I bought my first brand new club. You did. What'd you buy? Uh, a ping driver. Which one is it? The four twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get an LS model? LST. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I thought you got, got the Max. No, I got the LST. I got the um, the Dilla. Um, was it Rogue? Yeah, yeah, the Rogue MSI I liked or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, the the Tenji felt like, or the Tenchi, it felt yeah. like too whippy for me. Like, yeah, depending. But I've got a really, I will say, which I can't, like, I do, like, I miss it sometimes. Like, number four. Like, I used to, like, that's the only time that I really miss it is, like, number four at the country club. Sure. That tree, uh, which I could, like, and I try to stay away from like hitting the big sweeping hook because I got it. Yeah, you know. Well, because like, the, thi- the thing is with the sweeping hook is all of a sudden like you did it on one hole. Now all of a sudden it's it's four or five holes in. And you're like I can't get rid of it. Next now. thing you know you're hooking it's, it. It's, it's fucking it's, everywhere. You need some penicillin yeah. or yeah. something. Get rid yeah. of it. Yeah. And but the only thing is about that the ball flight with that set up right now is like it's like it's it's. I like it. It's real penetrating, you know, and it gets high eventually. Yeah. But like, it's not like quick enough to like, even to from cover the back. That tree. Yeah, it yeah. won't get over it. But like everywhere yeah. else, I really like that ball flight. Yeah. You know what I mean? As long as it travels well. I mean, one hole. Like I always say this. Like if you, I'll just hit a three wood. Yeah. You if, know what if, I'm saying? Like if you're playing a golf course and all of a sudden like uh, it's it's you can't hit a driver on it. It doesn't mean you should you know throw the baby out with the bathwater. At that point, I think like if it does well on every course you play except for one hole just deal with it you know like yeah, yeah. um there's just some some every, golf courses don't set up with your eye some shots don't set up that way yeah. but like there's too many times that every hole is not going to fit your yeah, game regardless yeah. of where you're at or who you but are but i will say this if you would get the vapor flies we can get them bent to whatever your lie angle is make sure that they fit your length i'm going to tell you you'll become more consistent and it'll be more fun I'm just telling you, like, I can tell you right now, like... Uh, I need some wedges, too, though. Man, do you want me to tell you the most boutique thing I do in my shop with wedges? This what? is sick. Here. So there's a, there's a guy called Corey Paul Functional Art. It's going to give you a chub after you hear this, man. So what happens is... is uh, See my bank account just go down. <laughs> no, no, man. So, so actually, it's, it's super reasonable. I can build a custom wedge for the same price you would buy a, a Vokey off the, sh- off the rack. He's already told my wife to shut the hell up today. <laughs> oh, she, yeah, he nice. called me. Yeah, he called he was me. Like, on he was phone. like, yeah, he was he was telling me something. Yeah, Jamie's not Jamie's not letting me do something. And I was like, dude, tell her to shut the hell up. And then all of a sudden, she was sitting right and then there. He had, on, like, had me on speakerphone, and I busted hear his ass, dude. I'm t- <laughs> dude, I'll tell you me. this, man. Like, listen, you can pull that shit with somebody. You pull that with my wife, man. Like, she'll punch you straight in the throat. <laughs> yeah. uh, she, my, my wife, she was cool about it. She laughed. Well, about I, didn't, it. I, I didn't. I didn't say. Like, I made him feel bad. I, I wasn't like shut the hell up, Jamie. I was like, dude, tell her. I said, fuck off. I said, tell her to fuck off. And and then, the, even worse, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, man, my wife, my wife has kicked my knees out from underneath me. <laughs> and like I folded up like a cheap umbrella and she told she looked at my face, this close to my face, and she goes, Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. Okay, like my <laughs> wife is a G. Yeah. So I would 
press anybody to tell some tell my fuck off, dude. <laughs> well, I can I only did, no, I told him to tell her. Hey, listen, to fuck yeah, off. Just, it was you, just, you threw it in the general vicinity. <laughs> it was at boys' club. Yeah, he yeah. thought I was. I mean, she was sitting right there, dude. You know? And I'm so like, good. oh shit, I screwed up because I, I just. I talk, I talk on speakerphone. Yeah, just, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Man. That's it. As long as you're not in public, you know, like that's that's kind of a tool thing. I to do I'll be that guy. I'll walk right through them Kroger's. Opera males. <laughs> I don't care. Dude, yeah, well, 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 well. Dude, and my, my friends so are bad, horrible. Man. I mean, yeah. the nastiest stuff I've ever heard had come out of somebody's mouth, and yeah. I've actually had people like turn and look at me like you're a you're a dirty piece of shit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but I'm going the, to the bathroom. So, so what I was saying is the most boutique thing I do with with, with a wedge is um, I get a Corey Paul functional art head. I'll send it to a Texas Tough Engraving. Um, shout out to Texas Tough Engraving. Um, he gets all of my uh, engraving work. And so I'll have, like, let's say that you wanted, like, a logo or something put on the back of oh, it. Oh, yeah. I'll have it etched in the back. I'll do the paint fill and stuff. Because that's, I mean, I'm not gonna, I don't have the space in my shop to do that. And then I'll put a custom wedge shaft in. I'll put a, like, we'll do paint fill everything. And it's the same price or if not close. Like, it's, it's within a percentage uh, of what a new wedge would cost. Awesome. I mean, so that's super cool. And so that's that's the that's the cool thing. I, you know, I read your your stuff on your uh, on your your Facebook page. Yeah. I mean, I mean your website. Yeah. And you know, I I do like custom stuff. I like you know just a little bit here and there. Yeah. Nothing. Just I, honestly, I, I think it makes you play better. I mean, it, just it makes just, you feel better. What, what exactly. did Deion Sanders say? If you look good, you, you feel, feel good. good. Exactly. You feel good, and you play good. And, you know. And you know that's that's why you know I. I do like the older stuff like he does, but I like the I like the newer stuff, you know. Yeah. I like the you know like the new the new Titleist driver. You and, got and, that and, right. That and, TSIR and, and, yeah, or whatever it is. Yeah. Mm. It comes out. It comes out this week. You know. I'm, I'm don't a, I don't buy mean, it. Don't, don't buy it. it. Okay, okay. Let me let me say this. Okay. I I love new technology. Okay. Right. Like I think technology has made the game so much better. It's so much more accessible. It makes it more fun because you can hit the middle of the fairway more awesome, more often. Bulge and roll technology on a driver. It will be the greatest thing that's happened to drivers in the last 30 years. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I always try to tell somebody, buy something that is last year's model the year before. Yeah. We'll shaft it up. We'll make it look beautiful. We'll make it as, we'll make it fit your game. And we can save you $200. I mean, minimum. That's awesome. Because the thing is, like, I, I always look at it like this, like, if you come in and you tell me I've got a budget of a thousand dollars that I want to build a set of irons, okay, I'm gonna try my best to give you everything that you want under that cost, and I'm gonna to try to do it five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars. The reason I want to do that is because if you've got four hundred dollars left over in your wallet, what can you do with that other four hundred? Could you invest it in some maybe some wedges? Could you maybe just go out and get some lessons? Could you also just go play a little more? I'm trying to stretch that dollar for every golfer that comes through. That's awesome. Because I feel like I'm a golfer way before I was a golfsmith. So I want to make sure that, like, you got more money in your pocket for a greens fee, maybe a couple beers at a turn. I mean, whatever it is, but I want to save somebody a little bit of money as much as I can to make it to where you can play good equipment at a reasonable price. Because golf is already elitist. It's already expensive. There's no need to make it any more expensive than what it is. Yeah. So, like, if you go to Club Champion and you walk out with a $1,000 driver, like, they should have just bent you over the barrel and just taken it right there. You know what how, I'm saying? How ridiculous, though. That's one thing, you know, we were talking about. I think I was talking about it with somebody in here the other day, and uh, we were talking about that Stealth Plus. What is it, 849 Yeah, so. How um, ridiculous, dude. So, like, I found uh, – 
so you're not allowed to get clubs like there's there's manufacturing um, contracts now that say if you buy a club you have to buy a shaft uh, with the club like it has to be installed long story short like you can't get heads anymore but now you can find some companies online that like they'll kind of shove you one or two here but like for a driver you could be able to build that same driver with a better shaft than what is being offered for around 500 wow. yeah but i mean like saving saving you three hundred dollars is huge definitely. yeah no doubt definitely i mean what could i mean hell you could build a three wood at that point you know for for eight hundred dollars yeah. you could do a driver three wood combo uh i mean for you you could, you could buy you could you buy could, three sets of irons dude for you for you you <laughs> could buy crazy, like seven man. sets of irons yeah. and probably 12 bags hey, yeah. that's what we were talking about like uh you know i don't know if you heard the last episode you know they were asking oh how, yeah yeah and i mean literally i haven't of course now I've I've had some sets, you know, like I think I gave six, seven hundred dollars for those that set of hot metals. You know, and Which that, is that's that's a decent set of clubs. That oh, really and, good. and they were brand new at the yeah. time. Like he played with them like three times and he's like, I just I really don't like them. You and know? what's he hit now though? Strict signs. I'll tell you I thought he was hitting those those pings. Yeah, uh, he's already got rid of them. Really? Yeah, no, he's, got them. he's got them. Oh, Strix and I traded hey, check this out. Like, let's see. Don't tell him what it is. This right. will, I want to say if he can tell what it is. Now look at it. What's special? What's special about it? I mean, that's a that is an old school auto. Yeah, rip, I, man, I, I is, put the, I put the shaft in it. Just look at the head. The, sh the the shaft has nothing. Nothing. Just look at. Well, the we head. need to work on your epoxy skills first and foremost. Yeah, right? that ain't that ain't me. No, yeah, I you just, said you put the shaft in, right? No, I didn't. I I got the shaft. Oh, well yeah. then, whoever you bought it from did a shit job. I didn't buy the shaft. <laughs> Somebody gave it to me. All right, but look at it. What is it? Well, it's probably a tour head. There we go. It's got go. a tour serial number on it. Okay. All right. There we go. Nobody's nobody's even been able to. Yeah. Dude, this, I mean, this is probably, uh, so Aldola came out. This is a beta. Um, this is their second version of it. The Aldola Rip uh, NV, no, the Aldola Rip NL was my favorite shaft because it stood for Aldola Rip Nasty Long. <laughs> they were amazing. I love, I love, amazing. I, I love their stuff. Yeah. But yeah, like Aldola nobody, really good stuff. everybody, so like, I think this is right. Uh, any other like normal to the like available to the public, Tyler's head doesn't even have a serial number, right? No, on they the, do on the head. All all manufacturers have serial numbers. It's but, just got a T it on it, so, but, it's, a, so okay. it's a tour head. But but it, it, the serial number isn't there, right? No, it's there. Is it there? Yeah. Well, depending on depending on um, uh, depending on the model. Because uh, sometimes, like depending on like if there's a weight change or something like that, but they've all got serial numbers so on now. I traded, I traded a set of uh, S55s, which was a set of irons I always wanted, just because being a being a bubble guy, sure. you know. Yeah, I just there's wanted, nothing. I mean, yeah, I'll get an, I'll get another set. It'll be because there's like there's like the, there's a few like iconic sets, just like the Vaporfly Pros, the you know. That's one of those sets that's like like the beryllium copper I twos. Yeah, like, for sure. I, like twenty years from now, I want to have that set. You know? Do you just want to have it just to have it? Mm -hmm. Like that's cool, but like you ain't got to play it. Yeah, but it's kind of fun to play. I mean, like <laughs> it's just it's just like you, like it's cool to look at it from a distance, but but like, but so anyways, the S fifty fives they were a set that I wanted. You yeah. know, and and I like them. You know, they were but, good. I mean, they were really good. Yeah, but uh, they were red dots. Yeah. So they you, didn't they, really. They wouldn't fit you. No. Yeah. So once but, again, so, you purchase something 
I, it didn't I gave, fit your game. Hey, I gave, no. I gave $75 for this. What is uh, up with you and Mike? Hey, they were, man. Hey, Goodwill hunting they, over they, they, they were money. I, I hadn't even, I started getting back into golf. Great movie, And then he, he's like, hey, just show up at the country club and play with us. And I haven't swung a club in a year and a half. At least. They were pretty too. And man, I, I thought I played okay. They had they had they had the factory grips on them, and you could tell they had. And I liked them. I was like, man, but I, I could probably. So what? So what are your irons now that you're playing? Uh, PXGs, like uh, two models. Uh, the O three eleven. O three eleven, yeah. Which uh, is it? The P, the T. The there's the X, X the X, XF, X, XFs. Yeah. Okay. So what now? What is in your rotation? What's your top three? Give me your top two that you play right now. Um, last time I played, I played with those and I hit those great. Cause I was hitting a lot of like three quarter shots. Yeah. Cause, um, uh, I don't really know why, but I was hitting a lot of three quarters. Well, I'm trying to shorten my backswing. Sure. So that's one thing. And so it kind of feels like a three quarter shot, yeah. you know? And, um, man, those vapor fly pros, I was hitting those great. So I play those a lot. Well, I will be. That's probably what I'm gonna what's, be playing. What's in the Vaporfly Pros? What shafts are in those? I think they're S300s, right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, and then so what it was, and then the time before that, like two days before that, I played the I twos. Yeah. Uh, we got to work on this, man. <laughs> like you got to work on and it. And then and then in uh, and then when I was on vacation, I played uh, the Vapor Pros. And uh, different, the different set of not the vapor the, fly, yeah, there's the, a vapor pro, the, the, dude. You're telling this, me that you got how many sets of like, so you got a vapor, you got a vapor pro, mm. and you have a vapor fly pro. Those well. are Rodney's. Well, I mean, it's just, I, is it communal at this point? Like, is it like, he just kinda, got this, he just got it, this last Sunday. I just gave just out it, of my car. It, it's kind of like you guys are like splitting custody now of these. Is no, it's just, I, I got them because I, I don't know why I got them. Uh, and then I, I'm going to stick with what I had. And, um, he was using my AP2s and then I was like, well, here, just take these then. And then I'm, I'm going to hit what I got. I've had, now I build golf clubs every day in my life. Okay. For the last three years, I've only taken like four days off. I have not built clubs. I've only had two sets of irons. What I, are you hitting right now? I, so, I meant to ask you that. Yeah. About so there's a, there's a couple ago. other well, things. So I've only had two sets of two sets of irons since you've been building. Since I've been building, I built myself a set of uh, TaylorMades. They were the P seven seventy four and five iron, and then the that's seven the ones MC. with the milling and the cavity. Yeah, those are sick. Um, and then yeah. um, I've got the seven MCs uh, for the six, seven, eight, nine, and pitch. Um, those are the irons I was playing. And then Brandon um, knows. Um, There's only two sets of TaylorMade irons that I really like, and those. The 770s. 770s. Yeah, the 770s. And, and then the racks. The racks are really good. Yeah. Um, uh, the old school racks. With, with the, the little, little yeah. gel. Ooh, yeah. Um, and then uh, now, um, when I had my knee surgery, uh, Brandon, we were talking, and um, I wanted something that – I wanted to go to, like, a hollow body, um, like a foam-filled yeah. head or something, just because, like, technology's – I mean, it's going to help ball speed out, you know? Like, it makes yeah. me – I can, I can hit the ball – with just a different number printed on the bottom as far as I want to, and then it can come down at a better trajectory, so then that way it'll hold a green. Mm -hmm. Perfect. You know, done. So Brandon's got a friend. Um, 
Dennis Paulson. Dennis Paulson used to be a PGA player, mm -hmm. um, and now he has a Sirius XM radio show where you guys could be someday. Um, you don't have to be on a podcast. You can actually be on Sirius <laughs> at some point, you know. Um, and so they have a they have a show there. And um, he knew a guy at Callaway, and so he got me a set of um, tour issue Rogue Irons, um, Rogue Pros, uh, the new Rogue ST Pros. So um, they got like that little black badge in the back and stuff. They're they're really nice. Is that uh, what you're playing right now? So I actually took them completely apart and I rebuilt them. And I think tomorrow is actually my schedule where I'm gonna like drop the newest like version on people. Um, they've got BB and Fco Ferrells. Uh, they've got. Are you um, playing tomorrow? I mean, I can. You want to play? We can. That's I, I uh, play. Monday's my day. Yeah, my, yeah, because you're off Sundays and Mondays for being yeah. bar, right? You want to play? Uh, man, we could. Man. Let's play. Um, so I've got a black. Uh, what are they called? Uh, they're the Callaway Rogue ST Pros, um, and then um, they've got uh, MMT shafts, 125 Xs, and then I've got number one grips. Uh, they're out of Japan. Um, I know what you're talking Three about. Three wraps under the bottom hand, standard on top. Um, they just look sick. But uh, BB and FCO Ferrells, I mean, set it off. So, yeah. See, yeah. I'm not um, – typically I don't like a ton of Callaway stuff, just visually. Yeah, no, I mean – But uh, like that um, – I don't know if you can see it, but it's that um, – oh, what is that iron? That three iron over there. I like what I was point being. I really like the look of these. Look, these are sharp. Yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, like they, you, yeah, they feel good. I mean, um, I like the way Callaway's like, like it seems like, and and that kind of seems to be the trend again. Is like everybody's kind of raising the toe a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's kind of. It's it's definitely kind of old school at that point nah, because you get the you get the 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 high toe a little bit more. Um, there's I mean there's such good stuff out there, but I mean, just to go back to the idea, like if you stick with the same club for a while, I swear to God you'll get better. Out of out of all the clubs that you repair and, and work on, and what do you think the best quality that you've seen? Who has who's That's produced the the best quality? Yeah. Um, bar none, I can tell you, bar none. There's nobody that has made a more consistent set of heads that has come through my shop than New Level. And that is a direct-to-consumer brand. They don't have a big market wow. share. They are direct-to-consumer. They're out of Arizona. New Level does make. Seems like a lot of lot of good golf companies are out of out of Arizona, Arizona California. Yeah. Um, California is really – well, I mean, Ping, obviously, in Arizona. Right. Uh, PXG is out. Yeah, uh, PXG is in Arizona. Scottsdale. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of people are based out of, like the Carlsbad area yeah. um, for California and stuff, but I can tell you bar bar none, there's nobody. That, so not to get lost in the sauce, but uh, every when you're dealing with irons, you need seven grams of difference between every single iron to get um, a consistent swing weight. Um, now, from a factory that's mass producing, like because uh, I think there's only three real factories in the world that still make like mass produce, like for everybody. There's three forges that essentially still do it. Um, and new level has consistently come in like 6.8 grams in between 7.1, wow. like, but like Titleist, like it can be four grams, five grams, because you, there are manufacturing tolerances. I mean, especially right. when you're mass producing, there's just so much you can do. So just the, I mean, the more you're going to get more consistency, you know, it's, drop, it, you know. The less I have to do with your clubs, 
the better off the build's going to be for everybody involved for your performance, for what I'm doing and stuff. Um, like obviously like if I have to bend them or something like that, that's different. But like, like if I have to add a lot of swing weight to them to get it to where it needs to be for, for what you're asking for, I mean, it gets really, really difficult because, um, graphite shafts don't have a lot of space in between the shaft to be able to get the epoxy and the swing weight. Um, steel shafts, depending on how much I have to add, Sometimes you can do an old school way, which is lead weight the shaft and then cork it with a cork. And then that's how you get the swing weight to where you want to be. But there's really like, I build to whatever spec is given to me, but like, I love that. Like it's almost plug and play with new level. New level makes such good equipment. Um, it's, it blows my mind that somebody that small. I've never heard of it. Have you not? Uh, no, not New level's all. really good. Haywood is kind of another direct-to-consumer so brand. Yeah, I saw the Haywood. On the, on the website? Uh, the, well, the clubs so, you did for Prax, or are they just I really like Most of my stuff is on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. I don't, like, the the website is just, like, for um, for Google traffic stuff, and stuff yeah. like that. But um, Instagram and Facebook is where, like, everything gets posted because oh, I, I cross-post. I see all the ferals, and they look sick, Dude, man. man. I'm like, man. Dude, this set of, like, when... Uh, when Prax got that set, I think it was that day that you brought them in there. I walked in there and was talking to him, and uh, I was like, "Whoa, what are these?" He had never hit the ball so high in his life. Oh, um, they're sick. They're they're amazing golf clubs, but like they're just direct to consumer. Oh, so yeah. like, they're, like the they're just the grip color and stuff. Definitely, I think for 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 a golf club builder. Um, if I can trust the materials, then I'm gonna build you the best set I can. You know, yeah. and um, those are like. The the shaft you put in those are like a, a stiff graphite KBS. Actually, uh, so so they're not uh, so KBS makes the max. Um, and so what I do is um, I frequency those shafts to whatever Praxel wanted, and I think we got him. Those were a heavier shaft. They should have been a stiff, um, but when I frequencyed them, uh, I cut them back a little bit to. Um, to make them like a regular, I believe. I don't think they play to a full stiff. I can't remember. I'd have to look at like my build notes from it. Uh, but I think we cut those to a regular flex, but he wanted the weight of an 80. So then I got him an 80 gram shaft, tipped it to a regular flex instead of a stiff. Mm. So uh, just using trim codes and, and you know, using my frequency uh, machine. So. so you keep all your builds just in case they have to replicate it or something? So or? usually if, especially if it's somebody that I know that's like, um, if it's a big build like that, I really want to try to keep up with that. So like, um, let's say I did a build for you and you wanted certain specs and then you say, Hey man, listen, I really love that build. Can we build something really close to it? Then I can take something that is close and I can replicate it or make it as similar as possible. So, so what happens to the person that comes in that doesn't know what they want? That doesn't uh, know the swing weights and that's great. How's that's that? Great. So, just... uh, so what I usually do is, uh, we were talking about golf works earlier. They actually have the greatest, um, online fitting tool that you can possibly get that people don't even know is on their website. Uh, so let's say you were to contact me and say, Hey, listen, I really like these heads. They just look good to me. I hit them once. Will had them. I want to try them in a set. So what we'll do is we'll try to procure a used set because I never like using new stuff for that. And then what I want to do is I'm going to try to find you the best um, shaft that will fit your game because you're going to know more about what you actually hit and how far you carry the ball and stuff like that. And without me having to go buy a track man, you fill out four questions. It gives you a shaft code. You can then go on GolfWorks. You put in that shaft code, and it filters every one of those shafts for awesome. you. So then at that point, we can do an 
online fitting and it's not costing you a dime. That's a, I was looking at um, the Edel uh, page, you know, I, yeah. I, I was looking at it and it starts asking you all the questions, what shafts you want. I'm yeah. like, man, that's a shot in the dark. It's yeah. me throwing darts at and, a board. And so what, what I usually try to do is if anybody's indecisive, I just try to like narrow them down. So like if you, so I send them like, Hey man, just send me your shaft code and I'll find the best shaft that fits what you're looking for. So a lot of the times I'm doing the leg work for a build and I'm never going to charge anybody for that because I don't have a matrix of shafts like Club right. Champion does. They just lock it in and swing it and, and, and go on. And, and also the thing is like I don't have that type of visibility working out of a garage that somebody like Club Champion um, has. So what I generally do is I will say, hey, you fill out the shaft code. I'll You give me the code. I'll find it. I'll try to show you some shaft options that fit your budget. And then we're going to try to find like the grip and everything like that. I order all the materials. We build it. And then you're usually a happy customer. Like I, I don't get too many people that are upset. And I just try to find, um, I don't think that I've only had to fire two people. And one of them was a guy that, that was a, was a bend, the, the bend guy. He was kind of an asshole. Uh -huh. So I fired him. But outside of that, like everybody else has been pretty cool. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I wish I'd known you two months ago, honestly. It, it would just save it, you a little bit of money. But it, it just to understand what it went through, you know, I, yeah. I can read everything. Like when I got those, uh, ISIs, you know, and, Tiger Knicks. I, I had no idea what that was. You yeah. know, I was like, ah, it's, 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 a, it's a golf club. I can either hit it or I can't, yeah. you know? And I like the journey with somebody because the thing is, <clears throat> is if I can help you play better then at that point, you don't need to see me except for maybe once a year to get new grips. Yeah. You go. Well, and it's just like, you know, talking about stuff like that, like you were saying, Rodney, I mean, like talking about all the irons that are in my rotation, you know, like I guarantee you the <coughs> specs me. on any of those irons, none of them are the same. Yeah, we need to stop that. Yeah. Like yeah. We, we need to build consistency in your games by literally just having whatever swing you have. I mean, like obviously you're in a, you're in a journey right now to get a better swing, but if you just like your swing and you like what you're doing, let's just build the best club that you can get at a reasonable price so you can just play the best golf with what you've got. Yeah. It's it's the easiest thing. And you can do that with a retro build too. Like I can take what you've got. We can bend it to whatever it needs to be spec wise. We can also <clears throat> if it needs to be shorter or longer, just to make it better for you. Cause I think that that is the best thing you can do. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, I didn't know that there was that much into it. I, I knew there's a science to it, but just to uh I mean, so saying had a question. So if you Say you walk into a place, you know, just a run of a meal set on the wall, um, you know, to as opposed to building a set that's night and day, hundred percent. Yeah, that's, that's and your that's specs just... are going to be so far off because uh, so. Let's say that you buy a a rack set is what I call them, like just a set just off the rack. Right. Your, your that's specs, what I would do. That's your what I would specs do. will never be whatever is said on that label. Um, Unless you're getting it from New Level, I can say that personally. I know that New Level builds are fantastic, but um, there's been a lot of guys that that play at the country club, and they'll they'll be like, "Hey man, can you check my specs?" And all of a sudden, like you can have a couple of clubs that are upright, you can have a couple of clubs that are flat, you can have some that are too strong, too weak, and that's all in the same set makeup. So yeah, that well, was the biggest thing with my PXGs. PXGs and I've heard with PXG, everybody, everybody is saying that 
that like when they actually check loft and lie on those, that it's insane well, how fucking if you, if you look at it though, are. every every club has a different serial number too mm-hmm. that they just pull 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 pull. Yep. And then I'm like, well, shit, does this does this even match? Or was it? A, but it I, I mean, I know the guy. And it's crazy that they're like, and it's almost like, and and I heard that they like took a lot of their. Um, uh, like I'm lost for words, but designers, for lack of a better term, but like that they they took a lot of guys from Ping. Oh, they took them from everybody. Yeah. Like uh, Ping, Titleist. I think there was. Um, I don't think anybody from Azuno went, but they. they I mean, they kind of poached people because yeah. they were just they were trying to make a brand. And and, you know. and and so my buddy, my buddy called him over his. Uh, he bought. He got fitted when he was he snowbirds and uh, he was down. In Florida, and they had a um, a demo day down there at one of the courses that he plays down there, and he got fitted for some O two Elevens, and uh, he got them. And uh, Prax and I were talking, and he's I play with him a lot every Monday. He's not playing tomorrow, but uh, he uh, when he's in town, we play every Monday. And Prax was like, uh, "Yeah, oh Johnny said that he got some picks, geez." And this was when you. It was the day, actually, I think, that you had built the set yeah. of the new levels for him. And because uh, Prax didn't have those picks, geez, long at all, did he? No, Like no. a half a year or so? He had them, and he actually sent them to me one day because he's like, hey, man, can you check the loft and lies? And they were so far off. Yeah. And th- you'd be surprised that that really is terrible for your gapping, too, because let's say that you, like, smoke your 7-iron, but your 8-iron is, like, 20 yards short. It may just be because the lofts are off. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's – you know, I, I've had that trouble, but I like hitting my lower irons. That's the only reason I went to them yeah. because, like, they're seven, eight, nine. It's just no club that I've ever had felt like that. Yeah, and my and my wedges. I, I mean, I use I've got Vokey wedges, but I end up using their stock wedges just because I mean the feel and everything's so much better for me. With that being said, what you can do, and what I suggest anybody that has any club, if you play more than twenty rounds a year. Um, or you just want to put them up before the end of the season or whatever, just have your local golf smith. It doesn't have to be me, whoever it is. Have them check your lofts and lies and just know your specs. So, like, yeah. if, if somebody – like, I've got a guy that uh, – good friend of mine, he wants me to write down all of his specs for every build that I have. Um, so then he knows, like, this is the spec that he wanted. This is what he got. And so when we go back to check it six months, eight months down the road – he already has a spec sheet. I mean, there there is. They will move, you know. For sure. Especially, oh, yeah. especially yeah, for sure. how I chuck my you stuff gotta, in the well, car. And, and I was – especially – I've always thought about that because I've always been uh, such a digger. Yeah. Like, I've always thought, like, man, I guarantee you I'm, like, messing with my, like, loft and lie because I yeah. hit the ground so hard. It has well, to be But it could change in between because he's got 12 different sets of irons he's playing with. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. But, hey, I, I, I get it. I, this is this has opened my eyes to a lot of new things. But and, uh, hey, can you mute me real quick while yeah. I can fix this? Yeah, whatever whatever you need to have done, like just let me know. I'm more than willing to help. Um, and yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like if I can make you a better golfer just by making sure that the specs are right for you, then yeah. that's that's that was a, good enough for me. You know, that was the biggest thing when, when Will said you were coming on. I was I was pretty excited about it. Um, you know, like I was like, oh, finally, I, I get to ask the questions that I feel. 
that I was too embarrassed to ask, you know, at, yeah. at, at a club, I mean, at a place. Anytime. Anytime uh, you got a question, like, I bet I answer more questions through social media, people just reaching out. And it's, like you said, like, it could be an embarrassment thing, but the thing right. is, like, yeah, I just, yeah. Because if you go somewhere, somebody's going to look at you and be like, oh, like, he's stupid. But, like, I didn't know anything about building golf clubs until I got into it. So. I had um, uh, Golf RX do my shafts. Yeah. Um, the, the guy, I, I just popped in there. It was in uh, Mount Juliet. That, guy, that guy's in the High Cotton Club. Yeah, he is. Um, Seth. Seth yeah, Seth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Seth, yeah I mean, he, he walked in there and was, the guy was super nice, yeah. you know? And, uh, you know, any of the other, the other places I go to, you know, I'll walk in and, I mean, I'm, like I said, you know, I'm nobody special. You know, I'll walk in and I may have a different look, you know, than some people. And sure. I, I've, I've seen people sit at Edwin Watts for, you know, helping a guy out for two hours while I'm sitting looking at clubs that I'm going yeah. to buy. I'm one of those guys. If I see it, I'm going to buy it. Edwin you know? Watts is the uh, used car salesman of golf. And, and usually the guys are pretty nice, but they'll sit in there and they've watched this guy on the – I've watched a guy, you know, getting club fitted, and he's get, he shanks – 40 shots, you know, and he's ah, just, this is not, not my shot. He's just yeah. in there. You know, he's not going to buy anything. Mm. He's just in there hitting off the yeah. damn simulator. Yep. You know, and I'm like, I, I'm here with my money and you don't have yeah. five minutes to just, just yeah. help me out with my needs. Yeah. And, well, then, and they, they lose a thousand dollar sale, you know, well, and and here's, it, it, just like that. And this is, this is one thing where I think that going and talking to somebody makes a big difference because I don't have commission sales. And so if you go to like, um, Golf Smith, excuse me, used to be like that. Golf Galaxy, um, Golf Galaxy doesn't do it anymore that I know of, but there's sales incentives. So let's say that you walk in there and say, "Listen, I want to get the best set of irons I can get," and then you're going through the fitting process and you hit something, but it's not on their sales incentive for that month. They're you're gonna not show. You're it to not you. gonna yeah. show. You. Like you you're get gonna get kickbacks from. So the thing is, like, I gain nothing. I'm going to do a build at my cost and I'm going to do it as cheap as I can for, for whatever I'm going to do the build for as cheap for you as physically possible. But what I really want to do is to make sure that, um, you're not going to buy something that is completely useless. So like, there's nothing worse than buying a set of clubs and then them sitting in the corner and you're not using. Yeah. I, I bought my driver there. Um, it, it, Edwin Watts, and they they were they were great. I knew what yeah. I wanted when I walked in. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, most consumers are really smart. They do enough research. They don't go in there blind. Well, I, I you know I hit the I guess the first new one that I'd ever bought when I came back was the G four hundred. Yeah, and I loved it. And then eventually, right after that, I bought the four fifteen and hated it. I could not hit it. I I played with it twice. The four ten. Four ten. Yeah, the four ten. I, I yeah. didn't know what it was. We knew it was the next one. Yeah. The four ten. I I mean, I hit it twice and then I gave it to Wheel. I said I can't hit it. I just need it out of my bag so I don't try it. I wish you were right. I wish yeah. you were left handed, man, because so, you could just start funneling clubs at me. And so then when I came back, I was like, well, I'm going to go with the four twenty five. And they're solid. And and I did. I I went with the max at first and I hit it pretty well. Oh. The, the the one thing about the 425 that Ping did is, like, so much different than, like, the past. Because I've hit, for the most part, like, I've experimented. Yeah. But, like, um, like driver-wise, when I'm, like, hitting, like, all right, this is the serious set we're playing, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's I've hit a Ping driver, and um, I've been hitting a Ping driver now, I think, since a G20. And... Um, 
they fly pretty good out of the hand. To me, if you, you got to throw it, they yeah. just whips yeah. it. Yeah, he likes yeah, it. He, he, yeah, they're good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he, can, he yeah. can throw them really far. They, well, they're a little lighter, you know? Like, yeah. Like, they can, uh, yeah. Well, it's it's actually those, um, uh, what do they call them? The uh, turbulators. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The turbulators. <laughs> it keeps, yeah. it, it, keeps it, sorry, it keeps it down, yeah. the trajectory yeah. down. You but don't get into the trees That's much, one thing but. I will say. Like, uh, I had, and, and like, I played a 910 for a while. And I really like I like the look of a Titleist driver too. Like yeah. you know, because that's a, there's that's certain a, things that just uh, like they they just look good. That, that's a huge yeah. thing for me. Yeah. Like I like like a club's got to look good for me, and I think that's why I like you know blades and stuff. Yeah. You know, but to me, like a ping driver, like check out that, the new ba- check out the new level. I'm gonna tell you now. If I was right handed, I would play new level, and there would never be like any question about it. new level is by far the greatest Dude, and these, these vapor fly pros though man i'm telling you listen if you sweet. if you like them but i'm saying like if you, you know. if you like a blade look they have the best looking blade for the money because i can actually buy those heads through them hell anybody can buy them and then you can do a full build at home with them like they're do that they, good do they have them in black <laughs> if not you can send them to um Tucker Nick. Tucker Nick. No, no, no. Uh, Flanagan. Flanagan's out of. Uh, That's I've seen Flanagan stuff dude. on uh, Golf Head's page. Flan- Flanagan is his putter stuff yeah. and everything that he's done. Flanagan's oh, really it's, good. It's uh, Flanagan. It's sick. The actually, there's a guy that I uh, that I um, I know. Um, Chis C H I S Golf. Um, he's out of um, like North Carolina, South Carolina. I hope they don't get mad if you get that messed up. Um, he's out of one of the two. Um, and he does like puttery finishing and stuff yeah. like that. And like powder coating is a big deal. Um, black heads are amazing. The only problem with black these days is that like they're kind of trying to thin out the the uh, material. So then when it's baked on, um, it doesn't take up a whole lot of weight. Yeah. So um, it's kind of getting a little thinner um, yeah. so that you can get a wear pattern. But I like that. Uh, I like I like that. Oh, yeah. 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 Anything yeah. for sure. Like, with dude. the copper stuff, how it like tarnishes and stuff. Hell do you yeah, want to do something even cooler than that? What is that? Do you want to take the uh, – so if you've got a black head – I'm going to give the secret sauce out to everybody. Get some hydrogen peroxide, get some salt, and get some – what else is it? Hydrogen peroxide, salt, and vinegar. Yeah. White vinegar. And you can straight up rust a blackhead in like two hours. Oh, wow. Because what – Sorry, what happens, Rodney. I hope you don't want these clubs back. Because <laughs> <laughs> what will happen is because that finish will rip off because it's a powder coating right. finish. And once you rip that off, it, that's a raw head Raw head, it. yep. How so, sick would those Nikes be? I'd be sick. They'd be super sick, man. Like, you can use CLR. CLR is pretty good. Right. Uh, that calcium lime rust or whatever it is. But, like, if you really want to, like, age something real quick, get some like, cool patina. That's, he, he was calling me and saying, hey, how do you take off the chrome? I was trying to fucking strip the chrome off of uh, now, you, some MP37. When you were taking off chrome, how are you doing it? Um, nitric acid. Okay, yeah. So it'll it'll you can you can do it where electro electro um electroplating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll, it in reverse yeah. electroplate, but nitric acid will do it just as fast. If you want to see something really cool, there's a guy on YouTube that he takes clubs, he takes the uh, chrome finish off and the nickel plating, and then he puts a copper plating on them. Yeah, and they look copper. So they look old as shit, yeah. but they look so good. And um, I was like, man, I really want to get into that, but like, it's just time consuming. Yep. And I've got 
at any given time, I do about 20 to 22 builds a week. Like wow, 27 dude. is kind of in there. Um, wow. And some of those are just like, I mean, some of those could be um, just grips and shit like that. But I mean, a majority of it is when I'm actually like building, building. So um, if you're um, if you're like uh, looking to get in, I got to get on a schedule with most people. But um, when when I'm doing stuff like that, I don't have the time to like start taking plating off and stuff. Right. But, uh, but Flanagan does amazing stuff, but his weight yeah. is months. Oh yeah, definitely. If you, if yeah, you just, anything that's, you know, good's worth waiting for. So just, yeah. you, you just like, uh, like, I guess the, on firearms, you know, you just send your tax stamp in and just wait, <laughs> just forget about yeah. it. And it'll be there yeah. eventually. It'll be there at some point. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, God, I mean, like there's a lot of good builds that you can get that, uh, if, if you have somebody that you trust and you can have a conversation with, you can get better at golf. Man, this is, this is perfect. This is, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure that a lot of people want to know about that. I've got a buddy that he's, he can start to play golf with me and he's kind of, you know, new to it as well. You yeah. know, just kind of we don't we don't know what's out there. You know, and the, oh, is this I, Craig? No, no, Craig. Craig's straight. Craig's game is flawless. Uh, no, I've got a buddy Mike, and you know, it's you know, he'll just you know, we we don't know what's what's good. You know, yeah. we just go out there and whatever the newest thing you do a review as anybody would hit on YouTube, and your first thing that comes up is you know golf is. You got your uh, Rick Shields. You got your Peter good, good Finch. golf. Yeah, you got you, you got, got everybody. You know, it, it is. It's just you know, and everybody's kind of biased. You know yeah. how it is. You've got the what is it the uh, the the husband and wife that go to garage sales. Oh, um, I, know I forgot. I yeah, forgot. They, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but, you know, you know, and you never know what's decent, and and it's how they hit it is different. You know, I mean, how he used to got play with it in high school. That was the best out there, and whatever. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's so many. There's so much advice out there that somebody's going to take it in, you know, whether it's good, bad, or what, you know, yeah. it's, it's, and, and, and a lot of people like me, you know, I don't, I don't do the research. I don't go ask the questions that I need to. I just show up. And if I don't like it, Will gets it. Will is good, Will. And then, and then I'll get yeah. something else. I'll, I'll, I'll keep trying until I get something that I like, that I, that I, I'll hit it. Me. I don't care. That's yeah. me. And I, I mean, like I said, it, you know, I, to me, I mean, he's. I'll go up and donate a set of clubs to him, and you know that he's had five minutes in his hand, and he can shoot what you know. He, he at least it's an eighty, you know, with whatever I give him. I yeah. mean, I could give a damn set of broomsticks to him, and he'd make it happen, you know. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's cool to me, you know. That's I mean, it's, it's got to be. I mean, surely if he can do it, you know. I mean, the the, the equipment's not their problem. It's well, me. It, well, know, it's, so. it's, but it's some sometimes, honestly, the equipment is a problem because the equipment it, it probably to a degree for sure holds okay. me back. I, I think know? equipment in in most people, if if you brought a hundred golfers up to me and you let me just see their swing and let me look at where their wear pattern is, I'll tell you right now that eighty five percent of those golfers don't have the right equipment. So. Let me ask you this, to me, which I know, like I've seen some videos and stuff on uh, on Mister Miura where he talks about, you know, the sweet spot is closer to the heel, and I I address the ball anyways, like naturally, mm-hmm. like before before I started taking lessons. Now we've kind of like I've stood my like we've stood me up a little straighter, mm-hmm. and and I I address the ball like more where my hands just would naturally fall, you know, and we've got the club out, the ball out further away from me and stuff. 
And um, but like where where I address the ball more in the center of the club face, you know. Sure. But like uh, I used to would address the ball like on the hosel, wouldn't I? That's the way, and I, that's always, the way I do it because it's yeah, I will do it. I always like, so. I always seriously like, you know, cause like I'll hover a club a lot, you know, yeah. and I like, I'm real fidgety. I got so, a lot of waggles and stuff, but, but my, my, my wear patterns and stuff like on wedges and stuff will all, they're all heel side of the face, you know? So let, that's two parts. So, Depending on the manufacturer, that's going to be where your actual, um, where your center of gravity tends to kind of uh, migrate to. Uh, Callaway is usually draw bias, so it's a little more towards the heel. Uh, toe bias stuff. Um, Nike. What Nike, 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 Nike was bias. a little more toe bias, so it would be a little more fady. Ta- isn't isn't tailor-made like that as well? Isn't that why remember. the Nike guys went, a lot of them went tailor-made, like Fleetwood uh, and Tiger? And I think stuff. it's just because Nike went to shit, and they were just like, we're done. Like, I mean, they stopped making clubs, so. I know um, Mike Taylor. I heard a thing of him talking about that, and he was, you know, because he was talking about, like, all the Nike stuff they tended to be the center of gravity would be more towards the toe. And I think he said, you know, because that's why I think, you know, like Fleetwood and those guys, when they went, when Nike went out, like, you know, they rushed to eBay and got every, you know, everything they could still get. Vapor Pro head Um, or VRS or whatever. Just to keep it. Just 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 where they could have them, yeah. Yeah. I think Fleetwood's caddy found him a putter, uh, like like around a British Open or something through, like, Craigslist or something. Yeah, wasn't um, it a two ball? Yeah, it was a two yeah, ball. Yeah, um, I've seen that. When it comes to um, when it comes to like what kind of bias, it depends on the manufacturer. But when yeah. you're talking about like um, when you're talking about strike location, uh, ball definitely makes a big difference. Like ball location makes a difference. I had a friend of mine that always told me to tee up a driver on the toe because he's like, if you tee it up on the toe, that means you always have to swing out, so you'll either miss it on the toe or you'll miss it on the um, in the middle of the face, but yeah. you'll never try to hit the heel at that point. Makes a lot of sense, but then, like, application, like, man, like, you can really reach and hit the heel pretty easy, too, you know? Like, yeah. it's just – it's it's something that needs to be repeatable. Um, but when you have a wear pattern, like, if somebody has – a like, if you have a repeatable swing and you have a wear pattern on any area of the club – we can just move that wear pattern by bending the lie angle to get it to where it's closer to the middle. Now, obviously, everybody's going to have swing flaws. I have swing flaws. Everybody's got swing flaws. Oh, yeah. The thing is, like, if you've got anything close to a repeatable swing, then you can – it can be fixed that easy. Awesome. I don't think you need to have to have anything crazy done. Like, it's literally just somebody getting down with the lie and loft board. Well, that's – you know, I'm – I came from baseball, you know, that's what, that's what I played growing up and everything. And, you know, that was the biggest thing is, well, here's the perfect golf swing. There it is, you know, over and over and over, watched it, watched it, watched it. And then you look at it and then you look from the baseball standpoint, everybody has a different stance. Everybody sure. has a different swing. It's, sure. it's, it's what works for them, you know, and that's what I, I mean, I thought that would work, you know, just whatever fits, but you know, as, I do. I'm one of those person, one of those people that get into something, and then I want to be the best that I can at it, and yeah. then then I just find something else. To well, well you wouldn't so, be into golf. I feel like if you weren't it, out there, it, it, you know. I mean, but it's no, something. There's it's, you got to be slightly competitive to even because yeah, it's too fucking that. hard to want to. 
But you're competitive with yeah. yourself. If you're yeah. if you're honest about well, golf, you're competitive with yourself. Right. Well, I mean, like anything I get into, whether it be bowling or whatever. My I, man's I, a I, bowler. You're a bowler? I, I, I bowled in like three seasons huh? and uh, three leagues. Are and you a bowler? Look at this physique. Do Man, I look like I, a bowler? I got into it and everybody, I'm a, you know, that was the biggest thing. I rolled straight. You know, I just, oh, come I can't, on, man. You didn't have no curve man, on it? No. I've, what kind I, of ball did you throw? A hammer or something like that? No. At first, I had a. He had um, the rose. He had the. He had the. <laughs> the, <laughs> the king <laughs> No, I started out, I, 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 you know, of course I walked in there, you know, and, you know, I want the best shit I can, you know? I said, I don't want that ball. You're not ready for that ball. I was like, I just want a fingertip ball. And they, they measured it out, you know, yeah. measured me out. And then they said, well, you're, you'll be with the, this more of this reactive core over here. And I'm like, this is just give me what I want. I want this one right here. Oh. I want a 15 pound in that, you know. And then it was just like, no, no, we're gonna. I was like, you hadn't even seen me bowl, man, you know. So it ended up, and so after every season, I would just get get rid of the damn ball that I had. I just give it to somebody else. I was done because that was my last season. I just did it for a friend, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the last thing I ended up with is like some damn rhino gold, like Roy Munson, Roy Munson, and I swear I bowled, I bowled probably the best season of my life, you know, just straight ball bowling, you know. And that, <laughs> that, but uh, you know, that's it, sickening. But it, but I got so good at it, I could I could hit anywhere. That's like I playing with a dude that only hits a ball two hundred yards, and they just dink around a golf course that's, and shoot a seventy. That's what I do. Well, I don't not the uh, seventy. It's uh, getting there. It's getting there. Uh, yeah, that's uh, I, I play with some dudes like that, and and that's what when when I play with like I play with this one guy that's you know he's about a two, and he's like, you know, he'll watch me play, and he's like, uh, you know, of course, especially when I was you know carving it up and shit a lot, and he'd be like, well, good golf's boring, man, and I was like, yeah, it probably, is. That's probably why I'll never be good at golf. The hardest, know? the hardest thing for a good golfer is to watch somebody with potential just squander it. That's yeah. the hardest thing. Like I've, I bet I play with plenty of people. I mean, well into the thirties or forty amount of people that I've seen that have so much potential, but they squander it because they go for either the hero shot every time, or they go for, they go for. They want to play a club that doesn't fit them or something like that. I it it ruins people's golf games and it doesn't make it enjoyable for them. And then they give it up or they get mad and throw stuff and break it. And I mean, it keeps me in business because they keep breaking it. Hey. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? I like, just take my. I don't go for a lot of uh, hero shots, but I definitely uh, hit a lot of shots that I can't make. Yeah, I, I, I've I've learned. You know, I've I've taken my lumps playing in trees. I've gotten. Everything has a magnet into it. If it's a tree, my ball's going to go there. It's going to find it. And then I'm always, well, I can, I can, I can hit up through here. I can do there, and I end up just, just getting worse and worse and worse. And something else, I, I just love. rather just kick right out. And I should have just, I when mean, I, hit, hit beside me, man. Just it, have a yeah, better shot. Yeah. You know, I, I love when I play with people too, like at Franklin, for example. Mm-hmm. If they've never played there, and I'll be playing with them, and I'll be like, yeah, like. Here's your miss. Like if you miss, miss here. You know, like I know where to miss, and I guarantee you, when I get up to my ball, I'm not aiming. <laughs> yeah, for that yeah. to be my miss no. at all. You know, like Brandon, Brandon and I have this conversation all the time. He wants to hit the perfect shot, and I think that it to me is, I want to hit a good shot, but I know where like my tendency is going to be. Like um, number two at Franklin. Like my tendency is going to be that I'm going to miss it a little left. Yeah. 
just because there's a little more green that way. It's a little safer. Yeah. So I'm if the pin's tucked right over that bunker, sure. Like I'm gonna try to go for it. But well, if I miss it, I'm gonna miss it left. And on number two, that's the place. But do you see what I'm saying? Like that's that's the typical like you have intention behind the shot, but you just have to accept if it's a miss. Like Yeah, like, I make more pars probably from in the trees on the left side of the fairway than I do in the fairway on the right side. We played the member guest and I flared one into number one. I think that was our finishing hole. Uh, I flared one into number one on the left side where the, where the trees are. I couldn't even see the green. Hey, that's when you had the pimp ass car. Oh yeah. You remember the, the maroon yeah, car that we were yeah, That thing's for sale too, man. So oh, somebody and wants the, it, and the, that, that was yeah. them. And yeah. Oh, yeah. That, like that's the a Fiero ton. looking yeah. car. Yeah, that is, <laughs> Dude, that is a shit. ton of man. man that is we, literally a ton of man in that car. We didn't know it was going to make it through 36 holes. We thought we was going to have to charge it up. Yeah. Like that's a lot of weight to move around. Man. Oh yeah. Brandon's a big dude. Too, Brandon's huh? a big dude. Yeah. yeah. We uh, were stuck in the cart house waiting for the rain. And we were just like, I was like, man, that's a cool ass car. If you if uh yeah if you know anybody wants that car man I think he's trying to sell it man he uh mm-hmm. he went back to that gas because uh I mean it's a new cart though just that is a retro build just like a uh, Nation Golf Nation Golf yeah, yeah. it's the they, same yeah. same brand yeah. it's cool. um we had like a lot of plans for it but it just didn't fit what Brandon was looking for but um I think I think when it comes down to like just enjoying the game of golf you've really got to like get some clubs there for you man you got to yeah. do it yeah. like quit quit fucking around like. Like, I mean, keep them, hang them up, do something cool, make a collage out of them. That's what we need. Start playing some regular shit, dude. We need stickers. Quit fucking around. Yeah, quit fucking around, dude. So, uh, we're we're getting, we're getting long. Yeah, we're getting pretty (laughs) long. So there's a couple things, there's a couple things I wanted to, uh, ask that's, uh, slightly, not really personal, but, you know, uh, so what kind of this oh, is one thing? It's what, girthy. Yeah, uh, I know. What, is that not where we're going? No, with no. <laughs> we're not us two, us two, more of a chode. Uh, but so so what's your? Uh, we, we're big music guys. You you big music guy? What kind of music you? It depends. Okay. Uh, like I listen to a lot. I just don't listen to gospel. That's pretty much it, man. Yeah. Like I listen to a lot of. Uh, What'd like, you listen to on the way up here? Same bars and bunkers. The bo- the podcast for real. Oh, like okay. it was because because okay. I uh, I somehow I was listening to episode zero and then I did three and somehow I had to go back to two. It was like it's a weird thing. Um, but usually if I'm listening to music, uh, I love like hip hop. I've always There's been a hip hop head. All right, what's the best? What's your best hip hop album? <sighs> Calling him out. The I best hip hop, man. That's you're you're gonna have to get a little more specific because there's some decades that really okay, make a 90s. difference. Mm. Anything by Biggie. Anything okay. by Biggie. Ready like, to die. I mean, I would anything. Say, I, I to me, like, I want to go ahead. Like for me, if somebody asks me what's my favorite album, I'm gonna say Illmatic. Over anything, Illmatic's really good. Yeah, and uh, then and then of course I'm liquid a big swords. yeah I'm a big liquid swords guy. <laughs> yeah, but then but then uh, ready to die. Oh man, that's a that's just that's one of those when you know like the intro comes on and then back in the day when back in the day yeah. comes on after the intro and then after back in the day it's machine gun funk and it's just like dude this was, just it's so damn good i got really big into um like down south like uh like rap like uh i mean if it was pretty much from atlanta to houston like that was yeah. kind of my stuff for a while memphis 
uh, man, three six mafia yeah, like man. holding it down. Project dude. Pat. Yeah. Project Pat. No, it's Project Pat. There, there's just a lot of like I used to love down south rap because like. I always thought it's funny if you were in New York, like everybody wanted to be the king of New York, right? Yeah. But like Little Scrappy was okay with being the prince of the South because T.I. was the king. Yeah. Like they weren't fighting for it. You know, he's yeah. like, I'm the prince of the South. And you're like, but you don't want the crown? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you don't uh, want it? Like yeah. they like they were just, they were a little nice about it. Like yeah. uh, I just, I just like that. Uh, I listened to a lot of uh, grown up, like, Lincoln Park became really big, so I kind of like fell in love with Lincoln Park early on. Yeah, um, they were really good. Um, I listened to like just a variety of stuff. Yeah, um, but music new, wise, like new music. What are you listening to? Not a lot, man. As bad as that no, sounds, um, everything stopped. Well, I mean, I'm kind of with you. Yeah, like, it's like, like, what else is? Well, there, Rodney you know? knows. I'm on the I'm on the indie experimental. Like, man, uh, you I'm come really, in here, you come in here on six actually, o'clock on a s- Saturday, and it's like Run the Jewels. Bit. That's probably the new stuff that I absolutely love, man. Run the Jewels, Killer Mike is probably up there on my list of like probably favorite like lyricists. Yeah, um, doesn't get in a lot of respect because uh, obviously when Adidas came out, that was a great song, but. He was with uh, the Purple Ribbon uh, with uh, Big Boy and uh, yeah. you know like I was just at hey, I was just at a Reds game a few weeks ago, and Big I got boy. to see uh, Montel Jordan, whoa, Big Boy, man, and Run DMC. My kids got to see their first baseball game and their first concert, and that was their first concert. That's that's, awesome. that's a really high bar right there. Yeah, and and yeah. Big Boy. Was just doing his verses and every Outcast song, and yeah. then um, I was like, you know, I was when we were on the way down there, I put it on because uh, to me, like, uh, I love like Aquamanai and you know yeah. ATL yeah. Aliens and all that stuff, but like international players ain't yeah. yeah, come oh, on, dude. Well, look, okay, Some international players. That's what and, I'm talking. Hey, international players anthem. I don't know if y'all know this, but so I want y'all to think about this. So you've got UGK, right? For yeah. sure. On 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 International Players Anthem with with uh, Outcast. But you know who made the beat? Do y'all know who made the beat? Juicy J made that beat. Really? And it was oh, supposed sweet. to be a three six mafia song. Really? That's cool. So think about that. You've got literally the best yeah. of the fucking South on one yeah. song, dude. Yeah. Listen yeah. to um listen to T.I. talk about when he bought his first beat from um for rubber band man. He bought it from David Banner. Yeah. And he was oh, like, he's cool. like, listen to me, he's like, can I the, I think it was like ten grand is like he's like, man, he's like, Can you get I'll buy it from you for ten G's? And he and like David Mayer's like, sure, man, whatever. Like he was just making beats at the time. And like think about how big rubber band man was. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that was a huge hit. Oh yeah. That's um, when hey, when I'm when I'm feeling myself walking out of the barbershop, it's going what? straight to rubber band man. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. I mean like there's there's such good hip hop out there. I mean Who like, I'm is, man. There uh there's <laughs> there's a lot of good like rock. Um for some odd reason, I got back into like listening to like grunge for a while. So like I listened to it's, a ton of like uh, Soundgarden. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, man, uh, something in the way by Nirvana. Nirvana. It is, was it was on the stupid. I I hadn't thought about Nirvana in years. And it's I on that damn Batman. Batman. Yep. And I was like, man, that it just fit that movie. It, and I was like, man, great movie. I was like, I was like. Kurt Cobain knew what he was doing, man. Dude. And it, it just to stand up this it's, test of time. It's so good. It's yeah. such a good song. I think it's it something in the way maybe one of the the quintessential Nirvana songs that people don't give a yeah. credit for. Or territorial pissings. I love territorial it. It's just pissings. like it's like my favorite, you know. And uh, and, uh um damn. I don't forgot 
I just I just remember, man, when it came through, it was like a just a, just unreal. You know, yeah. everybody had it. And I was like late to the party. I was still like listening to uh old older stuff. I was more into the old rap stuff, you know. Yeah. I, I grew up, my brother would, you know, give us the cassette of like run DMC Raising Hell. And that's what we listened to. That's yeah. I knew it word for word, everything there was out, you know. Was uh, it was tricky on that? Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, just every. I mean, you had that, and then you would go to. Then it was. Um, oh, Drain gosh. you was my favorite. Oh yeah, yeah that song. was awesome. That. I just remember, man. I was in high school, and this girl come in, and she had she had bought like the. Uh, it was the In Your Utero album, I think it was. Yeah. Or I, I forgot which one it was, and uh, she come in and she said uh, she was going through the like the list, and she had bought it at like uh, at Walmart or something. And they had PG, like, you know, and it was like, instead of the, uh, I think it was like Rape You or something. Yeah, 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 right, right. It was like Rafe Me or something. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, was yeah. like, what is this bullshit? Yeah. You know, it was so bad. But I mean, but hey, Thanks, everybody Tipper had Gore. It. It's, yeah. it's a, <laughs> but that's the way it was, man. I mean, shoot that. And I just, I mean, my life ended when, you know, music stuff ended when, you know, videos stopped on MTV. I mean, that was my summer. Damn. You know, that was that was it, watching videos all day you long. You like one hit wonders by any chance for oh, me? Oh yeah. Dude, oh. what about what about uh Mexican radio? Oh by oh, yeah. Wall of Voodoo. Yeah. <laughs> That's the greatest That's video cool. because this dude pops his head out of a thing of baked beans. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Oh uh, dude, I I, I, liked, I mean I that's I the way Mexican I categorized I mean you could tell me, hey, uh, oh. where were you doing summer of ninety two? I'm having to think, you know, uh, four non blondes and then plush was on, and it was like I could do plush, man. Yeah, dude. Talking about Mexican radio kind of makes me think of uh, just arrow wise. The other day we were in here, and uh, Parker's always like, he's like, yeah, when he was talking to some kid, and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, when uh, when Will says this, I know it's like, you know, I'm like. And uh, I was like, I'm gonna put you onto something. So I put on some Primus, you know. Oh my God, oh, dude! And, and a dude, like one of my boys, walks in, and he's like, you know, he's in his early 30s, and uh, he's like, Oh yeah, Will, I see what you're doing. And uh, he's he's uh, he's 21, and uh, he's like, Yeah, Primal. And I was like, My buddy, Busted my buddy was like. <laughs> Primal, so, Primal, yeah. I've been to see Les Claypool. And promise probably the more, more times in the last four years than I have the, my whole life. Really, he's playing like every. It's like, well, let's go see him. He's getting up there in age, and this is probably the last time we'll see him. You know, he said he's Dude, not touring for that, a while. That's what my wife is doing. Uh, we're gonna go see Stevie Nicks at the Ascend Amphitheater. Oh man, she's not. She she ain't gonna make it much. Dude, that's why she's. I mean, we did the she, same thing yeah. with she'll, Bob Seger, man. Living forever. Well, she's, I mean, but she's been, been, with that I mean, magic, bro. Dude, it ain't magic. It's nose candies would have got them yeah. around for so long. Yeah. I think I those people her. have, uh, like, they've pickled their insides between yeah. alcohol and cocaine. And I swear yeah. to God, that's why they're living forever. Yeah. Well, I saw her at, uh, she did, she came out at, like, uh, New Year's and did, like, something downtown. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so, but, so hey. but maybe it was the sound there, you know, through yeah. the TV. Hey. That, just in case, are you ready to cue this up? But no, no. Are we doing it? I don't know. What's what's your you ever sang karaoke? <laughs> I don't know that I have. If I have, I wasn't I wasn't sober. Okay. <laughs> so you're I, not a big karaoke guy? I mean, I could be depending on how much uh I was liquored up, I could probably do it. 
Well, we already offered you some beer. No, no, it's got to be. It's got to be like. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be. What's in that? Oh, this is just water, man. Oh, okay. This is what I drink right. every day. Okay. Well, what's what? What would be your go-to karaoke song? You know, I don't know, man. I could tell you if I was a male stripper, I could give you a full set list, but I couldn't give you actually songs that I would like sing at karaoke. You wouldn't know. Off the top of my head now. <laughs> That's a pretty good answer. <laughs> but That's I can, a good I can definitely, I've put enough thought in that if I was ever to be a male stripper. What would um, be the first one? Genuine? No. Okay. No, Rodeo by Garth Brooks. Rodeo. You oh, come, there you go. There you, you come go. out. That's you come it. out and give them the helicopter once or twice, man. It's done. 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 And then, um, uh, uh <laughs> what was the other one? Oh, oh, my other one was gonna be, um, um, I believe in miracles by Hot Chocolate. Oh yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Definitely. Um, Off the Full Monty. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that was a great was movie an awesome too, man. Movie, man. Um. You know those those British films are pretty gritty. Man, I like them every, more. every one of them. I, yeah. I like you know I lock stock and two yeah, smoking oh, yeah, barrels. Awesome. Um, uh, one of my favorites, uh, Guy Ritchie film, Rock and Roller. That's a so great film, it, man. man. Love Guy it. Ritchie's definitely. I mean, he kind of fucked up with all his Mary tattoos Madonna. are all. Oh, this arm. It's all an old stupid movie. Well, so there's uh, that's uh, that's oh, yeah, got well, full metal, metal jacket. jacket. Yeah, yeah and what's the other one? There's sure. something. What's the it's two crows from Rick and Morty, dude. Okay, Rick what's, and Morty. What's the uh, what's the guy? Oh, that's the cramps. That's okay, the guy. The cramps. cramps okay. So, um, but the, no. the taxi driver one. What's yeah. the what's the uh, shark on the plane? Oh, yeah. that's just something else. That's not a movie. Not a movie. It's just a shitty sharks tattoo. on the plane. It's just sharks <laughs> on a plane. Oh. Sharknado. Sharknado. Yeah, actually, it's yeah, Samuel it's, L. In that one. I'm just gonna tell everybody that's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's for Sharknado. It's for Sharknado. Yeah. I, I don't have a. I don't like. I don't have a karaoke song. Dang man. Yeah, so I was, uh, and you were. Well, you he wasn't even I ready. Would, to I was it. ready to do. Have it. you seen that? Have you seen that episode or heard that episode where? Oh, we got the train coming through. Well, it couldn't be. It couldn't be official without. A yeah, train. I, I think this is. I think you all should do your podcast around the train schedule. Yeah, what they come through like every. I yeah. mean, you never usually know. it's every yeah. hour. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're just coming off a strike, man. So that's it'll it. be they're all right. Gone. Yeah. But no, we we had this thing where we'd uh, put people on the spot. And yeah, just, we were putting uh, them on the spot, sing okay. karaoke. I mean, yeah, I can. Someone, I mean, you can give me. You can give me a song, and like I could we, probably get around it. We we ask them. We ask them what you know. What would be the song that you? What was uh? What was AJ's? And then like we uh, we hit mean, it. No, we put, and, and I was like, I was like, like couldn't hear it. Yeah, and then know? the the first one was like, all right, well, I'll be the sacrifice, and I was it was uh, uh, whoop that trick off a of hustle. Nice, yeah. Jesus. Man, Come that, on, guys. That's uh, on. That's on episode two. If you like, yeah. check that out. I didn't get to the end of episode two. I was uh, we we got. I stopped where it was. He started talking about coffee for about ten minutes. Was uh, that? I don't know. Yeah, oh that was no, episode. that was so. That was episode one. Because uh, there was episode, episode zero, zero one. one yeah. So this will uh, okay, be the okay, third okay. episode. Gotcha, Whoop gotcha. that trick. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to, I'll have to get on that, But it, we, we kind of just, I mean, we're still, like I said, we're we're very new at it still. You know, we're You're doing little, great. We're, we're, There's not a lot of lulls in conversation. You're doing so, great. Yeah, we, we I just, think it is. Man, you know, here it is. You know, we, we said, well, we go an hour, an hour and a half. We're approaching three hours now. Yeah. There's a Joe Rogan run, right? Yeah. Man. <laughs> so, but but it's cool. It's, I know? think this was a good one, Definitely. man. Like, mean, and, and we need to, we honestly, like, we should, we need a part two. For this, yeah, like, definitely. We can, you know, yeah. we'll, we just we'll might have to do anytime. a revisited yeah. Hefty yeah. Lefty series. Yeah. Man. Anytime. So. I mean, yeah. listen, I've got a pretty liberal schedule. Uh, I mean, I only work 14 days a month in my real job, so it's awesome. And I work every day at my in, in the Other shop. Job. So yeah, yeah, whatever you guys want to do. I mean, 
I mean, I can, um, as long as I can convince you to start playing the same shit all the time. Hey, be hey, I'm down for it. I mean, it, it can't hurt. Well, I, it'd I, make I, you better. Hey, I, yeah. I'm, I'm so, I mean, so get rid of all the stuff that I've got. Should be happy. You know what we should do is you guys should send me uh, your logo and I can make you a, um, a wedge um, with the Done. actual brand on the, on the back Done. of it. Yeah, I can make you like a like a really cool head. Like you can make it a wall hanger, so you like hang it up in here or something like that. And like, I mean, it's it's I'm functional, so it. you can always hit it. You know oh saying? no, we want we want a full fucking set. <laughs> yeah, 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 what are you talking about? I mean, like, about, I, mean uh, I can do it. I mean, yeah, like, here we go. Yeah. Got, hey, like, we got we got to now. You know, yeah, it's yeah, yeah part it, of it. it'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, anything. I mean, you guys need like content or whatever. Or if you need help with anything, I mean, whatever I can do. I mean, yeah, that, we, that's the idea of growing the game. You know, that's it. We we said, man, we're gonna start out here and. You know, just where it goes, it goes, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, like, it's it, it, we we kind of wanted to have the golf thing. But, it, you know, like I said, it goes it goes this way, it goes that way, it goes to music, it goes to whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, anything that will, uh, you know, just uh, connect with somebody else, you know. It, it may be, you know, I, I hate listening to the radio on the way to work. And I'm super new to podcast, and I was like, man, this is a whole new world. Man. I, I will say, you know, I've been listening to podcasts for a while, and uh, I've, you know, our first couple ones got off kind of rocky, but man, these, like the past few, I feel like we've. Yeah, you're they, finding a voice. I mean, you're finding yourselves, and like, yeah. um, I, I can say this, like, uh, if if you like podcasts and you want to see a really good structure that's um, that is really detail oriented, um, mysterious universe. Um, they're really good. They, uh, they really, um, they, they jump off and on the rabbit trail, but at the end of the day, like they really go through stuff, but they have a plus extension where you have to like have like a subscription and yeah. man, like I'm too cheap for that, man, but it's pretty that's, cool. Cause they get in some <laughs> deep shit on that one. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, you should, I mean, I think finding your voice and kind of getting into it new, yeah. I mean, like it's, it's really cool. I mean just being able to be this far into it. I mean, most people don't even take the step. Like they just talk about it. So yeah. Yeah. Good guy. I mean, good for you guys. And we would still be at that. If Will wouldn't said, Hey man, we're doing it. This date gave me a date and said, Hey, we're going to do it tonight. And I was like, Let's go next week. Where's or, our shit? Yeah. Where's our shit? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's exactly what it was. There's nothing wrong like, with that, hey, man. I mean, it's, that's good for you to be able to push it and yeah. you know find you know find it and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, good for you guys. I mean, this will be really fun. I mean, hopefully, you know, there's seasons and stuff to come. I mean, yeah. if this is a Joe Rogan esque episode, then maybe we can start getting some of that Joe Rogan esque money for that's you. It. you know what I'm oh, yeah, that's so, what you need, man. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Start man. booking flights, well, man. Well, man, man. Uh, so how how does somebody get in touch with you? So um, just, uh, most of the time you can find my number on a bathroom stall. There you go. Uh, but, um, if you're looking for hefty lefty club works, uh, you can Google it. Um, social media is kind of the easiest way to contact me now. Yeah. Um, uh, through Facebook, hefty lefty club works, uh, Instagram, hefty lefty club works, uh, anything like that. Um, but I don't really do a whole lot of advertising, so it's kind Perfect. of mostly by word of mouth and stuff. So, um, I mean, if you don't mind coming to a garage and having your clubs dropped off, I mean, like, I, I build everything. So, awesome. like I said, just refinishing putters, that's the only thing we're not doing, man. Like, awesome, it's just man. not a thing, so. Well, man, that's, that, I'm, I'm glad you stopped in, man. This yeah. is this has been great. Thanks you know, for having uh, me. Man, I, this is this is awesome. Um, Will, you got anything else going on? Oh, man. Maybe some golf tomorrow. Uh, let's, oh, let's play, yeah, man. Yeah, hey, yeah. I got, I'm getting the text, man. So, so we, can, we, we may be able we, to do this, man. We got we got a foursome set up. Ronnie's got to go build some cables. Yeah, I, uh, I took off work Friday, and it's probably it's not good. 
So I got to get back in there at the grind, but uh, maybe next time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you all don't want me out there stinking it up. Why, anyway, so. dude? Listen, I'll tell you this. I, I'd say this to everybody. I don't care if you shoot a hundred. I don't care if you shoot a thousand. I don't care if you shoot the course record. I just want to play with cool people. Yeah. And uh, if you have a good time, it's a good time. You know, like uh, that's it. Like that's all I care about. Like I don't want to like play with people that are just shitty individuals. Um, there's only so much energy you have in life, and you don't want to waste on people that are exactly. pieces of shit, man. Awesome, man. Yeah. We're going to wrap this up. You hit got the, anything? Hit the yeah, music, all right. man. Hit the music. Well, next time. Yeah. Thanks, JP. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me.